storygoers, and welcome back to yet another episode of Tales from the Cartridge, the video game storytelling podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Eric Penrod. And I am your other co-host, Ryan Bauer. Ryan, we went on a fantastic excursion this morning. We did, yeah. With our partners. It was great. We went geocaching, which <laughs> we did. I've never done really before. I've only heard about it, so it was great. I got to write my name on a piece of paper to show that I had geocached mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know if you can use that word as a verb but i'm going for it <laughs> you're doing it you're making it happen I do. and now i just want to geocache everything and we talked we had very lengthy conversations about all the things that we'd like to do or mm-hmm. I, I guess i want to do i will probably drag everybody else with me in my <laughs> right. attempt to geocache so but besides that how are you and uh, what have you been playing uh, i'm doing pretty good it was a really wonderful walk um this morning and got to hang out a little bit so that was wonderful um, mm-hmm. As far as what I've been playing, um, a little bit of Satisfactory. I've still been building Satisfactory. I've tore down and rebuilt, I think, three factories because I just, I'll get something in and then I won't like it and tear it all down and build it again. And it's one of those games where there's no downside to breaking something. You get all the materials back. So oh. that's really cool. So it's, I'm able to kind of redesign and redesign all over and over again, which is really fun. Um, still a ton of Stardew and then a little bit of Outriders, which um, when we have time, it's it's been tough to wrangle three folks to all play at the same time. So it's been <laughs> really fun. But um, but yeah, I think that's about it. But how are you and what are you been playing? I'm good. I'm good. I, yeah, like you said, I made a great walk this morning. I kind of feel like it rejuvenated me after a long week, yeah. um, which I kind of needed that. So it was really nice. Um, and then I got falafel after. <laughs> it was kind of a spur of the moment <laughs> thing. Wonderful. I decided to go get falafel. So now yeah. I'm very full and very, I'm like kind of like tired, but in a good way. It's like, you know, I can like nap anytime I want. And, you know, I have that control over myself. You know? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyway, uh, what I've been playing. Uh, so I've still been playing uh, Skyward Sword, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. I'm doing, I'm trying to get the Master Sword trials done with, but it's super duper hard. And I keep dying because of stupid ways that are typically my fault, but I blame I blame the game. So <laughs> it's all the game's fault, not my fault. I'm too good. Um, but that's good. I, I bought Pokemon Snap. Yeah. New Pokemon Snap. Yeah. With my partner last night. Yeah, yeah. And it's great. It's great. A little too long in the beginning. A lot of, a lot of dialogue, kind of cringy Pokemon characters talking to you, and I don't really care. And we just kind of just like, you know, pressing A very fast. And then once you get in the game, though, and you're snapping pictures, it's a lot of fun. It is so, so much fun. It makes you feel like you're playing the NC4 version again, but just. You know, have you ever, Ryan, have you ever had like that moment in your mind where you think of like an N64 game or just a game back in the 90s and in your mind it looks so beautiful and so like just vibrant and crisp and like just so great and then you see that game again in actuality in the real world and you think, well, that's not what that game <laughs> looked like to me at all. Yeah, it's like, it's it's interesting. So like the new Pokemon Snap, it just looks like how I always thought Pokemon Snap looked like to me when I was younger. So I... It's been a lot of fun, though. I highly recommend it. If you like Pokemon and you like Pokemon Snap on the N64, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. They make it so that way not every single run is the same, in a sense. As you grow, the, the courses kind of change themselves. So you have to keep an eye out on all those different changes, which is cool. And you have little challenges you can do to kind of earn more points, which is really cool. It keeps you involved. So I'm excited to play that tonight again, drinking some ciders probably, which is great. Um, I'm sure Professor, uh, so the new professor is Professor Mirror, and he just looks like a dweeb to me. I don't know. He looks like, he's a dude that's like my age telling me what I should do. Uh, but I'm sure he wouldn't want me to uh, drink and take pictures, but I'm just going to anyway, so. It's not like yeah, you have to drive whatever. that little car, right? It drives itself. No, it does yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was crashing into Pokemon. <laughs> 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 Accidents galore. <laughs> it's awful. 
So hopefully, storygoers, you enjoyed our latest episode of Bastion. We were really proud of that one. That mm-hmm. turned out really good. Yeah. Um, my vote, my, my throat hurt a little bit, but I was really happy with it. <laughs> it was worth it. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't it wasn't any regret with that. It was great. Uh, it turned out fantastic. Right? I did a great job with that script. So it was very, very good. And um, we hope that you're doing well. Everyone's healthy. As always, you can send us your thoughts, feelings, and or perspectives to talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. DM us and let us know, or comment on our stuff, and let us know what you think of the games that we have covered or will be covering, and we will share your perspectives on the show. And if you do, we will happily send you a Tales from the Cartridge sticker. For those of us that live in the same state of Maine <laughs> that we live in, we might be geocaching some stickers because that was a, <laughs> a popular idea this morning when we were talking about it. So if you're a geoca- geocacher and you like this, the podcast, then man, we are something right up your alley, hopefully, one day when I'm not busy to geocache. So, but yeah. Without further ado, though, for, for today's episode, Ryan came up with this fantastic idea well, you had the, you had the You had the idea of, like, the idea of the episode, and I just kind of tweaked it a bit. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's true. So really, it's both our credit. I'm going to yeah. give you more credit by because you did a lot of the work here, which is, it looks awesome. Um, but Ryan, do you want to share what, that, that, what our episode is today? Yeah, so we've made, I think, like 23, 24 episodes of like mm-hmm. game stories over the past um, um, almost year now. Um, we're coming up yeah. on the year now. So we thought it might be fun to talk about our favorite episodes that we've made so far. And I was thinking that it might be make it even more interesting if we kind of put it into a bracket format where we put mm-hmm. all of the episodes we've done and we get to kind of have a, 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 a discussion about which we think is our, our favorite episode that we've made for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, I seeded it based on downloads by who's had the most downloads. So certainly like our older episodes in some cases are higher seed because they've gotten more downloads. But we still get the freedom to decide what, what those are. But I thought that was a fun way to have the viewers also have an impact on what we decide because the one that episode listen to the most is is higher seated um yes. and then we get to kind of go through and have a discussion to decide which of these episodes we're most proud of had the most fun making had the most impact on us as an individual like we were thinking about it long afterwards or was the most unique or different or something fun and exciting to see it but we have we made a bracket with all the all the episodes um so we're going to go through today and give ourselves we give ourselves a time limit of five minutes for each round <laughs> to keep things moving and hopefully stop us from rambling <laughs> yeah we'll see how it goes <laughs> um but yeah and then by the end we'll have uh, the game that we've enjoyed the, the episode that we're most proud of or most enjoyed or had the most impact or most unique of the 2021 year and then maybe next year we'll do this again and we'll have 23 more episodes to to talk yeah. about yeah and we'll go from there, so that'll be really fun. But yeah, that's that's kind of the idea. Um, Eric had the idea of our favorite episode, and I thought it might be fun to add a bracket. So that's that's where we are. It's a true Tales in the Cartridge Battle Royale. <laughs> Only yeah. one will survive, the rest get deleted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. We're destroying everyone that doesn't. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. It'll delete them, you'll never hear from them again. Yeah. You had your chance. Um, sorry. You'll just hear how good these episodes were. All of our episodes are, and, you know, for the record, all of yeah. our episodes are absolutely fantastic. You should listen to every single one, really. <laughs> like, right. There's no one that is truly better than another, but mm-hmm. there is one that probably is <laughs> <laughs> better yeah. than the rest. Yeah. And and, so, at, and then at the, at the end of this, like you said, we're going to delete and there'll only be one episode in our feed. And that might be bad for us as a, as a, as a podcast, but we think we have to stick to our guts on that. 
I hope someone believes this. I know. They're like, that wow, isn't this true. is serious. That isn't true. <laughs> like, wow, these these guys are these guys are hardcore. All the all the hours we spent editing these episodes, just like, oh, <laughs> all the sound effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're limiting ourselves, like Ryan said, to five minutes because both he and I agree that we are both <laughs> awful at making decisions. We just we are, we are non-confrontational, happy people, and we yeah. just cannot make decisions, especially if it impacts the other person. At least we, <laughs> if we feel like it, then we really cannot make a decision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, will, yeah. we will happily give up our own choices for the other person, I think, which will make this hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys get to enjoy that, our, our nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> so please bear with us in our in our need to... Be kind to one another, but also <laughs> trying to prove our point in some way, in the nicest, non-confrontational way. So, but yeah, five minutes, and uh, we have our bracket all set, thanks to Ryan. It's yeah. fantastic. So, I guess, right, should we just jump yeah, into these brackets? Let's okay. dive in. Yeah, so um, our first game is Soma first um, Oddworld Abe Odyssey. Sorry, it's our first Five minutes starts. Five minutes. Now. <laughs> okay, Eric, what are your what are your thoughts on between these two? Both of these are very different episodes. Soma was like during our mm-hmm. Halloween one. It was I think our first spooky. Um, was it? Yeah, I think was, I think yeah. it started off our because it was it, we did out Soma, Outlast, um, Red Dead, and then I think we did Outlast too. That's correct? right. So this is our yeah. first our first spooky episode, and then we have Oddworld: The Odyssey, which we did for our friends at the First Encounter podcast, which I ended up also was really proud of that one as well. So mm-hmm, both mm-hmm. of these, I think, are great choices. What are your What are your initial thoughts? Oh, these this is like the worst one to start with, honestly, because I love both these episodes for very different reasons. Soma caught me off guard. I'd never really heard much about Soma, but that ending. So there might be a little bit of spoilers here, guys, so yeah. just bear with us. So if you haven't listened to these episodes, you're going to play these games you want to, please make sure you pause it or go ahead. Five minutes, and you'll get to another another bracket. But anyway, uh, another seed. Anyway, uh, Soma is such a... It was a game that really left me thinking about it afterwards to the point where, like, I had to, like, look it up on YouTube to see what the... Like, how it actually ends, because in my mind it had it some way. So, like, it was really... It was such an impactful game. It really made me think about what it means to be human, which is such a deep conversation. And it was just so meaningful to me. And then we have Oddworld, which, again, we weren't ever... I don't think we were ever going to really plan on on covering until our friends at the first... Chris and Haney at First Counter Podcast asked us to cover an episode for them. And we did such a good job taking Oddworld and really making a fun script where, you know, the narrator is working with the main character and telling the story. Well, they're not really working with each other. It's kind of against each other. So, like, <laughs> it was really fun. It was, so both are great. I have, I think, my choice. Okay. Do you have your choice? I think so. This is, again, really hard because Soma was one of, a script I was really proud of, and it was, like, mm-hmm. such an impactful game. And then Oddworld, again, caught me out of left field, but I think I think I have my choice. Do we want to do it on okay. three? It's do it on three. Okay, ready? All right, one, one two, three, three, Soma. Okay, okay. all right. Okay. Soma, yeah. So yeah. Soma, Soma was just a game that really that really left a mark on me. It really left a mark on me. And I'm sad because Oddworld it was such a good episode for us. It really was. Yeah. It really is a great episode. Um, but it has to die. So. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Soma. <laughs> Deleted so Soma moves forward. Yeah, Soma moves forward. Yeah, which in, and then we'll come back to the next round. So... Uh, next game, um, again, these are some of our more recent episodes. This is another tough one. Ori and the Blind Forest versus Fury. Another tough <sighs> oh, matchup. Yeah. Another tough matchup. I don't... Uh, do you want to start with this? Do you want to start with this one, Ryan? Yeah, I'll start with this one. So, um, Ori is a game that I, I just love that game so much. It, that story is probably one of my favorite that we've done. Just the emotional impact, the storytelling was just, just so good. 
And then you have Fury, which is a game I, I had no concept of. And the, the concept was so cool. I think the editing, the voice work in that one is probably our best. Um, you did an oh, incredible cool. job editing the voices in that. I think that might be our best edited um, with Altering Our Voices episode that we have. So, again, those are for two different reasons. Um, those are really great, really great stories. I think um, Ori, the storytelling's great. The characters are great. Fury, same thing. But I think the editing on that episode made it just superb and one of our best to showcasing our, your, your editing ability, I think. Oh, thank you. You're so kind. You're so kind. <laughs> yeah, I, I, everything you just said is, is, is kind of is the same way I feel. I think Fury is such a unique story, and it was kind of hard to cover at times. You really had to put a lot of imagery into it to make it a story that was understandable in terms of like a storytelling perspective. Uh, or it is a game I didn't have any background with, but ended up truly loving it because this, the whole point of this podcast is perspectives. And so we really got a sense of, I think it was her name, Kumo. Yeah. The, Kumo. the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. Really got a good understanding of Kumo's perspective and, and how relatable that perspective is. And just kind of how, it just it was just so many character perspectives that really made me like driven to that story. And I really liked it. Um, whereas Fury is very mysterious. You don't really know what's going on. But the characters are so unique and interesting. And, and I think you're right. The, the editing in that was was really good. I really tried my best. Your your uh, first voice that was in the episode, the the jailer voice, was awesome. It turned out so good. It turned out so good. Um, but I think I have an answer. I think I I think okay, I know. You're feeling okay. All right. I think yeah, I, I think am I too. Do. So what do we want to? So and we also have to decide if we disagree here. We we will just have to talk it out, and then in five minutes we'll yeah. do another countdown, and that'll be it. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. I'm I'm ready when you are. Do you want to do another countdown? Okay. okay. Let's do it. Okay. Three. Three. Two. two one. one Ori. Ori. Okay. There we go. Yeah. There we Ori. are. I mean, Fury is great. The, Fury the voices really... are fun. It's a good story, but Ori is just so beautiful. It's such an impactful story. Again, like it's just it's one that leaves its mark on you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to the next one. The next one is Red Dead Undead Nightmare versus Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun matchup that's yeah, so funny I, it's a fun one yeah <laughs> whoever thought Red Dead Undead Nightmare and Ratchet and Clank would ever be up in a competition with each other that's so cool yeah that's a fun one <laughs> um, do you want to go off and start off on this one sure yeah I'm happy to Undead Nightmare was so much fun to record that game that's right I had forgotten I played that game forever ago so I really didn't remember a whole lot when we were doing that story oh my we were just laughing. We had to stop a couple of times. We were laughing so hard. Like, it was great. Yeah. It was so much fun. The characters are great. Um, we had just... I remember we recorded late one night. Um, it was dark in my in my den when I was recording it. Um, I remember just... It was so much fun. We finished, like... I feel like we finished, like, 7 o'clock at night. And I remember just feeling so pumped for that episode. I was so excited for it to come out. Uh, Ratchet & Clank, though. Ratchet & Clank was fantastic because I had no experience with Ratchet & Clank. You know, I always wanted to. I just felt like I was so behind. There was no way I was ever going to catch up and, and be able to play that series. I just felt like it was kind of just flew by me. But covering Ratchet & Clank has driven me to now have replayed the, the remake. I'm not replayed it. Having played the remake, the 2015 or 16 remake, uh, and enjoying it. Not the best game, you know, but it never was... I don't think I ever tried to be the best game. <laughs> yeah. And now, because of covering this game, I'm, I'm excited for Rift Apart. And watching that Sony um, state of play the other day where it showcased Rift Apart and how cool it looked, I don't think I'd be as excited for it if I didn't play 
the new one, and we didn't cover Ratchet and Clank. So it has a lot of meaning there. But what do you think, Ren? Yeah, I think I feel the same way. I think Red Dead was probably one of the most fun episodes we've ever made. Writing the script was so fun. And then mm-hmm. recording was just a really great time. It was just, it was probably some of the most fun I've had doing the recording, just because of the, the lines and the things we were talking about. Um, and it was, it was just really wonderful. And I really loved how it turned out with the with the spookiness of it. And it was like a good yeah. twist on that spooky, well, there was still some scariness there, but the scariness was cut by just how ridiculous that world is in it. And I loved it and missed it so much and I really enjoyed it. Um, Ratchet mm-hmm. and Clank is a series that is near and dear to my heart. And it was really great to go back and look at those roots. And it really inspired me to then go and replay some of those old games and really love and get really excited for the new one that's coming out. Um, and really just diving back into that world that, hey, maybe we'll chat about that soon. Um, but dive back into that Ratchet and Clank world and, and get an idea and, and fall in love with those characters again. Those are really, really great. I think for me, there's a really clear and easy winner here. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, yeah, there's yeah. a really clear winner. I, I mean, I, I do, and I'm nervous that... I'm now nervous to not have the same answer. I'm curious. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see. All right, ready? Okay. All right. Yep. Three. Three. Two. two one. Red, red Dead. Dead. Yeah, Red Dead. Yeah. It's so it was good. It's so, so much fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, it was so good to record that. And just be, how, we had so much fun recording that and laughing. We could not stop ourselves. Yeah, it was the, so good. the Seth lines, and it was just oh all God, wonderful. Yeah. I loved that, that recording. That was so fun. I pushed myself so hard to do this Seth. Like that, that, was, that was hard. It was yeah. like, it's like it was good though. I, just the lines. John Marston telling his wife or telling someone, either his wife or his son, not to not to eat each other or something like that was <laughs> yeah, a line that really got to me. All the Seth stuff is so funny. Like yeah. it was just such a good line. It's like yeah. it's a good uh, episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Up next, we have Outlast Whistleblower versus Shadow of the Colossus. Which I, what I really like about these these matchups, these these two that we've just done, is there's two of my scripts and then two of your scripts, which is really fun. Yeah. So these are both yeah. your scripts. So I'm interested to see what your thoughts are here. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I'll start with Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus was such an undertaking, um, more so than I anticipated, because it was so hard to write a script. Again, almost like Fury, where it's just boss battles. Like there has to be so much imagery that's kind of shoved into that story to make it interesting because it is an interesting story when you play it but hearing it as a whole other beast it's so hard but i think there's a lot of reward in that because uh just it i think allowed me at least personally writing a script to become better at writing scripts and adding imagery and really thinking through like what i'm writing um it kind of pushed me to be better because I was afraid it was not going to be interesting, which I think, I think, I mean, I'm definitely biased. Uh, I think it did turn out good. Um, good. I'd like to think so. So it was really cool. Uh, Whereas Outlast Whistleblower was a game that was so much fun, not only to write, but to record those lines was so good. And I I wish I remembered his name, the the bad guy in Whistleblower, the one that's always chasing the main character. He wants to like make the main character's bride. He's very, you know, he's very sick. Uh, that was so much fun to do the voice of that character because that was, he says things I would never ever say in a million years probably. Well, I wouldn't say that. You never know, but I would hope not. <laughs> I would Things I would never say currently, ever, 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 um, which was almost like a fun way to kind of get outside your own personality. You know what I mean? Like it was just fun to be this crazy, like, you know, sadistic, evil person. Um, it, it, it was, so it was kind of scary. I have a lot of bias for these two. They're both great for different reasons. But what do you, why, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think in the same. They're both great for different reasons. I think 
whistleblower was our last scary episode and there was something really magical about we we had for the first time done this scary month and that was the finisher which was so good and i know it was tough to decide on what that last episode was but i think whistleblower yeah. was the perfect choice because it just rounded out that story in such a great way and it was just like a really spooky script um and so that yeah. was really fun um shadow of the Colossus is probably one of the hardest games we've had to write because it is so beloved yeah. and there's so much imagery involved in that story the visuals really carry that story so much but you did a really incredible job capturing that um, and it was just really fun to record and really fun to relive that story and that experience um, mm-hmm. so this mm-hmm. one is really tough for me there's neither at least for me neither of them guys kind of jumping out as a clear winner i think i both like you both love these for different reasons so i, I don't know about this one do you have a clear one that is clear to you I love both of them, but there is one that sticks out oh, for me. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I love them both, but there is one that definitely sticks <laughs> okay, out Okay, let me, to me see. All right. Okay, I think I can... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be offended. <laughs> I, just, I, I just don't know. I think both of these, for very different reasons, Outlast, we had that really great discussion about toxic masculinity, which I thought was really yeah. cool and really useful. And then Child of the Classes, again, we were, it felt like a, a big st- a milestone in our, in, our, in our podcast where we had recorded a really well-known game. I think did a really good job on it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. This, one, this one's really tough for me. These are both very significant stories yeah. for us in our journey of in, in, this, in the tales <laughs> yeah. journey you know like yeah yeah, yeah. man okay I, I can i can make a decision i think i i don't know if it's i don't know if it's a I, i'm not totally sold on it so i think if we disagree I, i'll give it to you here but i, I think okay. i can make a decision i think i can make a decision okay all right you okay. have one minute so we can do this okay okay you ready you ready three three two, two one, one shadow the oh, oh different okay all right i think I think Outlast was just so fun. It was just yeah. such a good, great, it was, like you said, for some reason, I was nervous for picking Outlast because it was, again, a sequel, or a DLC sequel to the original one, which he had just covered. I was afraid it was too soon, but I just, how scary and creepy and like the singing I had to do for that. And just, <laughs> it was just a perfect way to round it up for me. Shadow Classes was great for me, um, but I just think Outlast had overall a better, Okay. like, cohesiveness to it but i can i mean what do you think yeah i, I think that's a really great point the the reason that i i lean towards shadow glasses is, is just i think a story that i had a really big personal impact and it was really good to tell that story and it felt really meaningful for that reason but if you feel strongly about outlast i don't feel super strong about this one and i'm happy to seed this one and um i'll i'll get you back later um if we have another okay. disagreement from there <laughs> <laughs> okay I, I can respect that i'll okay. remember that all right perfect <laughs> Perfect. Right. We had five seconds left to Okay, good. <laughs> we, we found a decision. All right. Outlast moves on. Um, okay. Oh, this one is also very Oof. tough. Okay. We have Firewatch and Bastion. Um, mm-hmm. And these are two stories that I both really love for really different reasons. Firewatch, I think, is one of my favorite episodes we've done just because of the discussions. It didn't do incredible, but it is one of the... Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, it did pretty good. It, no, it did good, it's, yeah. it's, it's an episode that was so meaningful because of the discussions that we had. It feels like this episode, at least for my memory, is we had the most really in-depth discussion about what was going on. And the characters were so interesting and meaningful. And, and I just really loved this story. And it's a story I hadn't remembered all that well. To go back and dissect it was really great. Um, and... Uh, it, it just it was a really great story to tell the the adding the sound effects of the was really simple with just the nature sounds but i think it really made it tranquil and added so much to it and mm-hmm. um and then bastion is just a really incredible game this is our most recent episode as of the time we're recording this and i think 
this this episode was really great because it was it was a really good story. Um, this was a challenge because there's a lot of imagery and there's some jumping around, but I think it turned out really well, and I'm really proud of that story. And that script was really tough to write just because of all the things going on, but then just the script itself. But it ended up being what I was I was really proud of and really enjoyed. Um, what are your thoughts, yeah. though? I, I agree. So both were fantastic. Bastion, yeah. Bastion was a huge undertaking for you, and I didn't realize how tough that was going to be until you kind of explained it to me. I, and I, Because I hadn't played it in so long. I did play it. That's a callback to a joke <laughs> in that episode. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to watch it. I, I did play that game. I sorry. Uh, but I forgot just how much of an undertaking that game would have been. I didn't realize how long it was and kind of all the details of that game. So, and you did a fantastic job making writing a script that really made it cohesive and, and understanding what needed to be said for, to relate that story to the audience, I think, to the storygoers. Um, whereas Firewatch is such a, it's a tale of, of relationships and the, and the spookiness around, of your world when you feel that it's against you. And... But then, but the, the beauty of the world when you're kind of living for it and you're living for life. It's a beautiful game, and the story's fantastic. And again, you need a kind of a lot of imagery to, to tell that story. You know, there's not a whole lot of dialogue in, in, in Firewatch unless it's between I think Henry, I believe, and, and, and Delilah. Delilah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think I have a winner in my mind at least. Yeah, um, me too. But again, I'm one. I'm I was. I'm feeling now just like you were with Outlast and Shadows uh, of the Colossus, where like, both are fantastic. So I am curious what your perspective is, what your choices. I could probably concede to you because I like I love both so much. I, I think for me there is one here who I love both of these. There's one here that I think I I, I think I have a, I have a clear winner on this one. So oh okay, oh, I'm very curious now. Okay. I want to know which ones. Okay, all right. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Three. Three. Two. Two. One. one. Firewatch. Firewatch. Yeah. 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 I mean, Bastion's great. Just, yes. But, yeah. Yeah. Bastion was great, and I, I loved that script by the end of it. And it was really fun to record, even though it did murder your voice. You did an incredible job, but it did murder your <laughs> voice. Uh, but just the, the dialogue between the, um, the the narrator was just so impactful and interesting. And I loved that, you know, unreliable narrator um, piece of that. that. That just added this extra layer to the whole story that was just really incredible. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think I enjoyed Firewatch. Uh, the discussions of Firewatch and the recording of Firewatch, I think, were more meaningful to me or had more of an impact on me that I kept thinking about it and that game, just because of how grounded it was and how, how real it, it felt. Even like just, I remember when walking in the woods today, like there's that tranquil piece to that that felt yeah. you could connect to this game because of those experiences. So yeah, I think, I think yeah, I feel great about that. Yeah. I think, I think too, really, because we still have a minute 20, if I don't feel my mistakes yeah, really please, fast. Please, please. Oh, what I love about Firewatch is how scary that game can be when you feel like scared and the world's against you and you feel like there's a danger behind you and how the woods can create that for you. And then by the end of the game, spoiler alert, you know, when things are kind of resolved itself, that beauty and the peace of that nature that surrounds Henry is becomes tranquil and kind of warming where it was scary in a sense. Now it's become this kind of beautiful thing. Though it's all on fire, and he has to leave. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. and, and just that final moment with him and Delilah when they agree that they they cannot, you know, be near each other anymore. They have to go live their lives, and that means that you know and that means separating and being apart, and they can't really be friends. Some like, but they'll always be friends. And how yeah. uh, that's such a meaningful thing. I think people get really hung up on the fact that they need to maintain their friendships, they need to be close to their friends. You know, but, but I think true friendship is like when you could separate and come back together again. Yeah. So that's kind of what I got from that game. It's a beautiful ending. Fantastic. Yeah. So I agree. All right. Great. Um, next, we have Assassin's Creed and Shadow of the Empire.
that's a hard <laughs> that's one. That's one. a hard one. Assassin's Creed is our first guest episode. Um, yeah. Oh Dave. my god. So there's yeah. that piece to that, and then Shadow of the Empire was just this was I think our first and only Star Wars game we've done so far, but it was just so fun to record, and it the was, script was yeah. so good with that one. Yeah. Um, what are your yeah. thoughts on this one, Eric? This one's gonna be a really hard one for me. I already know it um, for different reasons. So with Assassin's Creed, that was really, really hard to write. I wrote that script. It was really, <laughs> really hard. And, and um, to Dave's credit, and I, we really should. I, I mean, I, at least I want to thank him again. He didn't really want to do voices at first, but was open to doing Desmond's, and it turned out great. Like he really did a great job for someone who didn't want to do voices at first. He really killed it. Um, he did fantastic. And I, I think, again, Assassin's Creed is this repetitive type of game which is not necessarily a bad thing at all um it's great to play when you switch when you enjoy it but it's hard to write for so i was very self-conscious about that and i messed up someone's name a good half of the way through the recording until i realized i had to do like a special little intro to like say hey i messed up this name i'm so sorry Uh, because it's just impossible to record that all over again it would never would have worked um but I think it turned... I mean, again, that was our first guest episode. That was a huge undertaking for us at Tales to have three people and to edit that. was It was yeah. a challenge, but the reward was really great. I'm actually really excited to do Assassin's Creed 2, but take... I need to make... Or whoever writes the script, we just, like, take our time writing. It. Again, Assassin's Creed is a massive undertaking for a script. Like, there's yeah. many people who probably put their hands in that pot when they're actually <laughs> writing the original, the original script. So, um, but yeah, but Shadow... So then going Shadows of the... Of the uh, not the Colossus, Shadow of the Empire. Um, that was just such a fun script. I loved doing the voices. They had the robot. That was my first time I think doing like a robot voice in our mm-hmm. editing, which is so <laughs> much fun. I was just yeah. so jazzed that we could do that. Um, and then doing Dash Render, Dash Render, remember, remember I did the voice. It was just so much fun. It was like, it's such a good time. Um, especially for a game that I remember being so in love with and what watching it again and writing the script and thinking okay this game didn't hold up as much as I thought it did when I was a kid um, it was just kind of not like the fact that Boba Fett gets in his uh, Slave 1 and literally Dash Render is able to beat him without any spaceship I just like this doesn't make any sense but it's pretty fun um, Luke Skywalker's weird but whatever who cares like it was just such a fun script to to write and record I am so hung up on what to do I keep rambling Ryan what are, what are your thoughts this is a tough one. I think, so with this one, I think there's, the, the two pieces here are the impact of this had with our first guest and doing that undertaking, and then how much fun it was making um, Shadow of the Empire. So those, those for me are the two competing things here. Um, our first guest episode, which is a huge undertaking, ended up turning out really well, um, even yeah. with how monstrous that script was. And then Shadow of the Empire was just, <laughs> just really, really fun um, just to record. It was, it was kind of a lighthearted, fun one that we just kind of threw in there, but it ended up being really good and special. This one is tough for me, too. I don't think... Um, I think it's it's probably harder for you because you wrote both these scripts again. You have like a yeah, more meaningful hard. connection to both of these. Um, I, I, don't, I don't have one that's clearly standing out. I think there's one for me that... Uh, I'd be happy. I'd be happy with the other one. There's one that I think is, um, there's one I think I'd give it to over the other. But they're they're both. Yeah, great. I think there's one. Yeah, I'm so sorry, I mean to catch. You. I think no, you're, okay. I thought you stopped up. I think there's one that's more deserving of the other. I believe in my mind, though I think both are fantastic for different reasons, like you said. I think what you just said to me really, really kind of helped me pick my answer. So I think I'm ready when you are. Okay. All right. I think I'm ready too. Okay. Here, All right, here All right. we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three. Three. Two. two one. one. Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah. Yeah. It was just such a milestone for us. Like, we yeah. had our first guest. We did, we did edit three voices and make it work. And it was a challenge, but man, was it cool. It was, yeah. it was just a lot of work, but the payoff was so amazing that it made us want to keep doing guest appearances, which yeah. is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. All right, cool. Our last our last one in the first round is the first Outlast um, versus Infamous. Outlast mm. versus Infamous, which is a really right, tough I'm one. Right, I'm trying to... It is. I'm trying to realize that a lot of the a lot of the ones that um, you wrote have done really well. Compared, a lot of these are my scripts. Uh, I don't know about that because I think the first uh, the first bunch. I I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, which I will also say. I, it's a compliment. One of the things that jumped out to me, which was the most mild, is do you know what our our most downloaded episode is? Actually, I imagine it was Bioshock. But I wasn't sure. There's one that is 11 more than Bioshock. Really. Bedtime stories. Super Mario 64 episode mm-hmm. one has yep. 95 yep. or 94 downloads. It's just the most downloaded episode by by a good margin, but um, which that's is cool. Yeah, which is really cool. Which I I did not I did not that just came out of left field for me. But <laughs> no, um, I never would have thought that. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. I think that there's a, a a decent drop off between one and two episode one and episode two of that. I wonder because of the sound effects. I really hope mm-hmm. the sound effects thing. As eventually we just removed. If you haven't watched the story, or I'm sorry, if you haven't listened to the bedtime stories, we removed the sound effects. I just thought they were too jarring and too much. Um, so if you didn't like the first or second Mario 64, just know that we have since removed the sound effects to kind of help with the process of falling asleep. But that is not for this conversation <laughs> right now, I'm realizing. So yeah, Outlast Infamous. Um, again, I wrote these ones. I wrote both of these. Uh, Infamous is a game that I truly love. And I, I just desperately need some kind of remaster <laughs> or remake. Like, it's just ridiculous. I think it's on the PlayStation now, um, but I just don't want to even appease Sony and their rude uh, holding of Infamous without, you know, releasing it. They're kind of forcing it on the PlayStation Now network to make you want to go and, and play it and subscribe, and I just refuse. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll crush. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll cave eventually, but um, Infamous is such a great game. I love Infamous because it really... Uh, stood out to me as a game that I can kind of relate with in terms of um, how I see the world. I, I like to think that I'm a person that does uh, who, makes, who makes good choices and Infamous is a game that almost makes you feel like making the right choice is detrimental towards you, but overall it, you're happy that you made it. And I like that. It made me feel good about myself. And then also being bad was just kind of fun to let loose and, and to not do something that maybe you wouldn't necessarily want to do. Whereas Outlast was a game that, again, so scary. It's during our Halloween month, which is great. I, I miss that. I cannot wait for next October. It's going to be so much fun again. Um, but it was, again, a scary game. We did all these crazy voices. The doctor in the game is who's, I mean, I say doctor. He's not really a doctor. But um, Kruger? Kruger, I think is his name. Who cuts, spoilers, uh, Miles, I believe, fingers off. Was such a crazy moment in, in reading that. Um, it was just so scary and spooky and so good. I just I think that game... I think we did a really good job covering that game. So, but what do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I think Outlast was one where it's one, it's one of the, my first, at least in my brain, where like the voices really stand out. We did voices in other ones before Outlast, but the voices in Outlast I remember being just really exciting and really really great. I think you did a lot of really good practicing on those to really make those those stand out and pop. Um, and then again, that was well, like one of our second spooky episodes, um, and the first one that was like the real traditional like terrifying. You're in this, you know what I mean? Minute to minute yeah. is terrifying, scary that I think you captured really well. Um, um, and I have this like distinct image of the twins in that jail cell, just oh, talking yeah. about you as you climb, and just that is that is like f- you know burned into my mind. I've never played. This game. <laughs> I don't know what the visuals look like, but that image oh, man, of your scary. reading is like burned into my mind um, because it was just so that's spooky. cool. Uh, and then Infamous is a really great game, and I, I played Infamous, and 
I think I didn't re- really understand until we talked about it, how well it captured that kind of hero, superhero um, decision-making process where you're making a decision that is possibly detrimental to you, but because you're a hero and because you have to do the right thing, you have to do it anyway, and it's going to maybe make your life harder, but you really have to. And it's one of the first games where I think that was a, a mechanic, a game mechanic, mm-hmm. that you, mm-hmm. you by making the right decision, you are punished in some way, which I think is the right way to make a decision-making game. We'll talk about it, I think, with Bioshock, where in Bioshock, you can make the right choice or the wrong choice. You get, like, good stuff either way. Um, you're, you're equally rewarded in both ways, whereas in this game, you weren't necessarily equally rewarded. You you got, um, and maybe not mechanically, but the world was angrier with you and treated you mm-hmm. in a certain way, which I think was really fun. And again, some of the things were harder, and I thought that was really great. And the discussions around that, I think I really loved in Infamous. This one's tough for me. Because mm-hmm. Outlast is a game that was really fun to record and really spooky. Infamous, I think the ideas and the recording and the concepts we talked about were really interesting. So they're they're both great. We have seven seconds. So okay, we got to decide. Okay, all right. Um, well, I think, do we want to do a countdown or do we just want to like throw it out? What I think we just go, let's just do it. Okay. Oh, it's beeping my ear. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm, I, I'm leaning toward Infamous. What are your thoughts? I was thinking Outlast, okay. actually. All right, all right. Um, we, how many seconds do we have left? Oh, we can restart. We can do. How about we put a two-minute timer on? Okay, we'll do two All right. minutes. We have to. We have to at the end of two minutes. Okay. Why Outlast? Yeah. Win me over there, Eric. Yeah, Outlast. I just think was such a a great story because I love the idea that it was this person who was trying to take down this corporation in the way that he thought was best, and ends up. It's it's uh, it, he ends up in this this horror-filled asylum, right? Where he instantly probably regrets his decision. It's a story, actually a lot like Infamous. Crap, I was going to try to prove my point with this and it's not going to help. It's a story about a regular person thrown into a, a terrifying and crazy situation and they have to navigate the best they can. Which does not help my case because that explains Infamous also. Uh, ugh, crap. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to prove. I think it was just so, I think Outlast was just so... Um, it just kind of gripped me and pulled me in and made yeah. me feel like that world was just like so real in a sense. Thank God it's not, but it's just a game that really gripped me, I guess, is my point. Infamous also gripped me, but I think just re- I think in the recordings of it, they both turned out great, but I think Outlast just had me a little more. What do you think? Okay. I mean, I think with me, the I, I enjoyed the um, narrative and the storytelling of, I think, Outlast more. I was more engaged, engrossed with that. The discussions of Infamous, I think, are for me what I thought was really interesting. That being said, I think if... <laughs> for our listeners, they... Yeah, that, that that's kind of where I am in that, in that, in that piece. I think... Outlast was a better, more engaging recording and, and script and story. Um, Infamous, I think I liked our discussions more. But I, I, I think mm-hmm. I'm... If I, looking at the next game that this is going to go up against, I'm fine either way because I think it's <sighs> oh just going to be blown out of the water. But uh, I'm, I'm happy yeah. with going with Outlast because I, I think that was a really great episode. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Actually, I was just about to say I was, I was going to go with... I think, <laughs> I think my own point pushed me over the edge. So I'm actually very okay with going with Infamous. I think... I love the idea of a normal person going through a crazy story. And as crazy as Miles' stories was in, in Outlast, I think Cole's was more relatable because we're both people who really try to do the right thing for people. So maybe that's, the, I think, the better one now. Okay. All right. Well, then. All right. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs>
<laughs> that was a crazy one. <laughs> we'll right, get there. wins that one. Infamous. Okay, sure. All right, so Eric, now we're in our, our second round um, where things are going to get harder. Um, and, and maybe going forward, I don't know if, if this is going to be a good idea or a bad idea. I don't know how we want to do this, but maybe we shouldn't change the format mid-episode. Um, mm. But we have two games here. Um, this is going to be, I don't know if this is going to be tough because I think one of these is so instrumental in our podcast and one is also very good. Um, so yeah, for the next, we're yeah. just going to go into it. For the next round, our first episode of this round is number one seed, um, Bioshock, our very first episode that we ever recorded and made, uh, wow. versus Soma, which is our first spooky episode that we made. Um, mm-hmm. Both of these were really meaningful. Both of these were really great. I think, for me, Bioshock was so monumental, and it was our first episode, and it's one that we have kept keep coming back to over and over again. In, in throughout our episodes, even, I think, in, in even most recent episodes, that one, I think, is really big for me. Soma was great. We've talked a lot about Soma. Um, I want to give Bioshock some time. I think the story of Bioshock mm-hmm. is incredible. The script was really fun to write. I think, again, our first episode, we were testing out adding voices. We were testing out recording for the first time. It was just, just so much yeah. kind of nostalgia tied to Bioshock um, that, that it's, it's a... This one, I don't think, is as tough, but uh, what are your thoughts? It, I... I... I was just thinking about how we recorded that first time ever for Bioshock. It was a day that I was like really nervous. The script was done, obviously. I had read it over like five times. Um, it was pretty lengthy also, and I was very nervous about it. I had watched the YouTube video for it over and over and over again. Um, and I remember just sitting in my den where my computer is. It was kind of dark and stormy out, if I remember correctly. Um, Maybe not. It could have been. It could not have been that way. But in my mind, it was. Um, I was just by myself in my apartment, and uh, we got on, and I was just so nervous. Um, and I remember having such a hard time reading. Or, yeah, hard time reading the script and doing the voices. And this was around the time we were still like when we first started. We weren't doing. We weren't sharing the voices. Like one person yeah. would kind of do all the voices, which is like so interesting that we chose that at first. And now look where look where we've come. You know, <laughs> yeah. we're both sharing voices, which is I think way better. Yeah. Obviously, it's an evolution of the of the podcast. Um, but yeah, I think Bioshock was such a game that we both obviously loved and it just made sense why it was first for us. Um, that it makes me, it makes me happy that was our first game, but it also makes me very sad because like we have come so far. I would yeah. love to see what Bioshock would be now if we yeah. re-recorded it. Mm-hmm. And one day we might, you never know, yeah. like it could totally happen. Um, but like you, Ryan, I think one sticks out yeah. more for me mm-hmm. than the other. Yeah. Um, okay. Do we want to do a countdown or do you just want to throw it out? What do you think? I'll throw it out there. It's, I think it's Bioshock. Yeah, I think it's Bioshock too. I think this yeah, it's just yeah. so special, and it, it's it, it's it's Bioshock is going to be hard to beat because of how much kind of memory and nostalgia is tied to that. But we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. Next next we have Black Mesa Half Life, and The Secret of Monkey Island. Two very different episodes. <laughs> two very different. I episodes, love this. I love but it. I, I I loved both of them. Um, Black Mesa because I just love the Half Life story so much and. Like I've talked about, the 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 G Man scene at the end is so impactful to me, as mm-hmm. to like how to make just this really interesting, mysterious character. The Secret of Monkey Island is probably one of the most fun scripts to write. I love the writing yeah. in that game. I loved that script. I loved all those characters. It was just so nonsensical and wacky and wild, and I, and I really enjoyed Monkey Island a lot. Um, I think Monkey Island was one of the first ones that I remember where I was adding sound effects to it and, and adding some things to it, which was fun. I remember like adding the cannonball sound. I remember adding the jungle sounds. I yeah. remember like adding the music before we started for that one, um, which was really, I think was really is something now I do oftentimes in our episodes. Um, 
but yeah, those those are both really good ones. What are your what are your thoughts on Half Life, Black Mesa, written the Secret of Monkey Island? Yeah, what a polar opposites on the spectrum of, yeah. of games that we've covered. Black Mesa was cool because again, I had no experience with Half Life. I've only ever heard of Half Life. I never was deep into that story. So going over it was really cool because I loved kind of picturing it in my mind because it's a game that is, is I mean, it's pretty not old, but like you know, it's it's a couple generations behind, obviously. So like. Um, I never thought about going back to it, or yeah, I never thought about going back to it until he talked about it, and then it made me want to play it. And I still haven't. I want to really badly, and I will one day, I'm sure, um, because Game Noel will allow us to be voice actors in every Steam game after Portal Three, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll talk about in our Portal conversation, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but I think Black Mesa was really cool because again, the story was so interesting. And I love the story again of a normal person thrown into a crazy situation, and then we have the Secret of Monkey Island, who's it's actually. It's so interesting because I didn't really think about it until now, how special of a story that was. Because I remember uh, telling my partner that, like, hey, like, Ryan finished the episode. We should, like, listen and see what it sounds like. And when it came on, it was like, wow, <laughs> that really made the episode. Like, that was crazy. And our vo- our voices were so the funny. Chuck Ghostwise um, was so fun to do. What, yeah, <laughs> which, yeah, he's so good. I love playing the old man, hitting on the, the woman. Yeah. And he, he's like, yeah. you're lost, baby. Like something really funny and stupid. That made me laugh so hard. Um, it was just a crazy, funny story um, that it just, I, I always, I always enjoyed the funny ones possibly the most just because we had such a good time making them though you know the serious ones are also great too some of those fantastic and blasphemy and black mesa also um i think i have a weird a winner on my side what about you i think so too i think both of these i'm really proud of but one of them feels like a, a just a better episode a better a better a better story that we told um okay all right do you want to do you want to do a countdown or just want to say it what do you let's think? do it all right oh okay well, yeah, I, I don't know if the countdown is useful or if the countdown just makes it like so we're talking over each other. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but either. oh no, I think it's cool because we can we can tie we can match up the three. Oh, that's two, true. Ones. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Do. Okay. Yeah. Three. Three. Two. two one. one. Secret, Secret of Monkey Island. Island. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love. I mean, Black Mesa was great. Yeah, Black Mesa. Was it was great. great. I think yeah. with these two, Black Mesa was a script that I worked really really hard on. But mm-hmm. the Secret of Monkey Island script, I think, was better. The story was better. The recording turned out better. Um, it'd be interesting to go back. Uh, the Black Monkey Island, Black Mesa, I think I included, like, almost everything in that story. Monkey Island, I really, I had learned, or at least in my scripts, I wanted to tune it down to just the really important stuff and the really good stuff. Right. And I think it made it a better episode than the two-parter of Black Mesa, which I still really enjoyed. But I think Monkey Island was, it was, the, better, was the better time, the better script. I think I, I think not only was Monkey Island uh, just a lot of fun to record, obviously, but I think that that moment where I turned it on after you finished editing and those sound effects came out, it just blew me away. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I couldn't have imagined that's where our podcast would would go to. You know, I always thought it would be more like an imagination kind of thing where people kind of put it in their minds as they're thinking of it, but those sound effects just really help in that regard to just paint this picture in your mind as you're listening to it it just is so cool it is so you like you just did them you set the bar so high for us in the best way like that's what you should always be striving to which is great and sometimes you know i hopefully we hit that mark every time life gets crazy and and, and sound effects are hard to put in especially when you didn't know how to do them and i at least when i did my sound effects the first time i messed it all up yeah Uh, so i really (laughs) um but it's just that was such a huge milestone i think for us and and the tales and and kind of show what we can become and where we can go is so cool yeah. it's just fantastic yeah okay awesome uh the next one we have banjo kazooie oh, and no. ori in the blind forest 
This is hard. If you want to go, if you want to, do you want to start us off on this one? Yeah, yeah. So I, I wrote banjo, and I remember being very nervous about it um, because, and that's a, it's a game where we, I had to take out a huge. Oh, I forgot to reset the timer. <laughs> it's beeping in my ear. Um, I restarted it. Um, it was a game where I had to really take out the majority of the middle of it. It was so repetitive and so it's just a story you couldn't really tell um, without like like a lot of imagery that kind of works for the the boss battle only games like Shadow of the Colossus and Fury for Banjo Kazooie it just didn't work I tried my best with it and it just was not landing but I think what we did it was a shorter story than our usual stories but it turned out really good because I think we did such a good job with the voice acting how fun we had with it how much fun we had with it um, it was just a lot of fun. Grundy was a, just a fun villain to talk about and, and it actually did a really good job with the social commentary of that game in terms of what beauty is in our societal views, which was crazy. It blew my mind <laughs> even talking about it because like, this is a, a, an N64 game. It was really funny, silly, but we were pulling these parallels between our little societal views on what beauty is. It, it's so cool. That's what, that's what is so cool about this podcast is that we just pull these crazy things out of nowhere that we see and our perspectives can like really like blossom for lack of a cheesier term um a less cheesier term i suppose but it was just it was just really cool it turned out way better than i was anticipating i was so nervous about it and it just turned out great whereas again or in the blind forest the story is just fantastic the story just grips you and pulls you in it makes you feel emotions um which i mean i think a lot of times video games struggle to do unless you're really playing those games I think you can feel fearful, you can feel happy, but feeling that sadness, that compassion side of it in a video game story is a difficult thing to do, and Ori and the Blind Forest does a great job of it. But, Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, these these are these are this is a tough one. I think Banjo Kazooie is is not a game that I had any kind of really connection to. It's a game I experienced, but diving in to learn about Rare when we were doing the Banjo Kazooie episode and I was doing some background research on Rare made me fall in love with that company so much. Um, just how whimsical and wonderful all of their games were, and I ended up going out and playing some Thea Sea of Thieves because I was so that that game and that company was so inspiring after doing that episode. Um, and then just it was just again it was a milestone for us in that we like gave ourselves the creative freedom to do something different and create our own version of the story that was just so fun and so interesting that I it, it ended up being a really great episode that I really loved. We've talked about Ori a lot and I think it's a really wonderful episode. It turned out really well um, and and I, I really enjoyed that game. Uh, but for me, I think. Banjo-Kazooie was just so engaging, and even though it was one of our shorter episodes, I think it was the perfect length for telling that story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, my, my, my answer flip-flopping back and forth. <laughs> I, I, I had an answer, then when you were talking, I was like, oh my god, he's making such good points. I yeah. don't know. I, <laughs> I, I think I have my answer, but I, I am so wishy-washy on this one. I, okay. I'm curious All right, what you well, have to say. Let's, let's see what we got. Okay, you ready? Okay. Three. Three two. two. One. One. Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, Banjo-Kazooie. <sighs> it makes my heart. It makes my heart. I love Ori <laughs> in the blind. But that, that ending, it just is so good. It grips you and it shows you how the bad guy can be relatable, which is such a cool thing. A relatable bad guy in a video game is fantastic. Or any narrative, honestly. Because it really makes you sympathize with that person. And it also makes you like want to understand them. And you understand where they're coming from. And it makes it harder to fight against them. But then Banjo-Kazooie was, again, such a creative freedom project for us it really pushed us to be different in our storytelling and we pulled out these crazy parallels about societal views that we i i did not anticipate talking about until we recorded the episode which was just so cool and that's the whole point of the podcast 
and you know and enjoy video game stories but yeah yeah it's what, what, but what do you what do you think right yeah i i totally agree i think the reason that it's banjo kazooie for me it's for the reasons i talked about but also if you think about our podcast and the goal of our podcast which was to like take these games that you know maybe you've played maybe you haven't and like give you another way to experience them that is meaningful and interesting and different i think banjo kazooie kind of captured that in such a great way that if i was if someone was to say hey what's this weird episode can you play me an episode banjo kazooie would be one of the first picks like here's this mm-hmm. check it out you get you get what's going on in banjo kazooie you get a little bit of us and are talking about the world in there it's just it's just so great and i think it turned out so yeah. well that i think that's that's for me banjo kazooie was kind of what i think when you first even pitched me the idea of the epi- the name the aim of a podcast is tales from the cartridge banjo kazooie is what i imagine you taking us these old games that were meaningful and wonderful and giving them a new a new fresh fresh coat of paint and getting to talk about them yeah just really fun yeah it's just so cool i love how games like that can make you think about something that you never would have thought you would think about playing a band. I mean, it's just like a silly game from the the '90s, but it made it made me at least. I think probably both of us really think about the things in that game, the surprising things that probably weren't even intentional of that game that we now, as adults, can can see and be like, "Wow, that's that's crazy." So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's a oh, great one. That was a hard um, one. To, that was a hard one. That <laughs> broke my heart. That was a hard one to yeah. do. Um, <laughs> up next, we have Borderlands, which is one of our first episodes versus Red mm-hmm. Dead Undead Nightmare. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> Borderlands was our second episode. That was yeah. that was quite an episode to pick, honestly. In retrospect, because yeah. the way that that story, the way that ended for us in Borderlands was surprising to me, and how our views. So spoilers, unless you've listened to Borderlands, which you probably have, if you're a storygoer, this is our second episode. So I imagine you might have probably a good chance. We didn't really like. No. The story of Borderlands. No. Yeah, which is... If you had asked me before Tales had ever been created, if you asked me if I enjoyed the story of Borderlands, I'd probably be like, yeah, it was fun. It was a good, it was a good fun story. And I realized through Borderlands how skewed my perspective was in terms of like kind of the raunchy humor and how like one joke would land and be funny to me, but the same similar joke from another character would land and it wouldn't... Or it would, it would be said and it wouldn't land. And how much it kind of like a... Like a hypocritical felt like for me to, to feel that way. And, and just kind of... It was. It just kind of opened my eyes to myself and my perspective, and how I still think I have a, a lot of room to grow in in terms of how I respond to jokes and and, and views of that sort. If that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas again, we've said this about Red Dead Nightmare. It's just funny. It's a good. Yeah. It's it's a story. It's the both games are very humorous, but in such different ways. Yeah. One is very raunchy. One is just funny because of a scenario that it's being placed in, which you wouldn't expect. I mean, that's kind of how I see it. But I'm curious what you. How you feel about these? This matchup is very interesting to me. I actually think it's a really good matchup. Yeah, I think it's good too. Borderlands was, like you said, the second script and probably one of the hardest because there is so much to Borderlands that to, to capture in that story. And I tried really hard to like add weird gameplay stuff into the narrative to make it feel more like the game and mm-hmm. try to balance the weird things going on in the story. And like you said, it was, it was we were, when we were talking about like pitching episodes, we're like, okay, maybe let's throw one in there that we that maybe we're not sure about. And that's where we kind of, I, I added Borderlands, because I, I, I get, like you, it was a game I loved playing and really enjoyed, but then going back and watching it again, I was like, this is kind of terrible. The, the, the storytelling here isn't very good. There's just weird stuff going on. Um, yeah. That it was just, it was just so strange. Um, and it just didn't, like you said, these some things landed, some things didn't, but in such a different way. And with Red Dead, 
it was fun to record it was fun to read it's also really fun to watch and i think the writing in red dead really carried that so much versus the writing in the first borderlands and and they're so different um that being said borderlands was a really meaningful episode because it was my very first script that i wrote yeah Um, and it was really tough to write i'm i'm as a person i'm just not somebody who super enjoys writing that much um Mm -hmm. so it was it was tough to get out there and edit it and get to in, in the end i was actually really proud of it but um, being the second episode or the, being the, se- the first script I wrote, I, I was really unsure about it going into it and how I wanted to frame it and cutting stuff out felt really weird and and so that was a, that was a really tough one. Um, both of these mm-hmm. I really loved. One of these I think uh, was more fun to record. One of these was really meaningful. So this this is a tough one for me. Yeah, yeah. I think both definitely have their their meaningfulness to us as, and entails. But um, I agree. I think there's one that stands out to me as as the the winner. Okay. All right. You ready? All right. Yep. Let's do it. All right. Three. Three. Two. two. One. One, Red, Red Dead. Dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Say what you will about Borderlands. I think Borderlands as a game is fun. Mm-hmm. It's a good. It's a good game to play. It's fun. I remember really. We really enjoyed Borderlands One, but from a narrative perspective, I think it just it it struggles. It really struggles. The gameplay really hinges on it. Um, and I'm actually kind of glad we picked a game that we ended up not really enjoying, which doesn't happen spoilers too often in our episodes which yeah. maybe we should start trying to do more yeah, maybe. in retrospect mm-hmm. yeah coming up with games that maybe we didn't enjoy which i have a few in my mind would be really fun to, to cover um but yeah i think undead nightmare just did such a good job with its humor it was so funny the dialogue didn't have to be raunchy to deliver those those that humor it just the humor was just spot on it was very very well done and just a fun story to record together yeah for sure yeah yeah Oh man, I can't do this next one. I can't okay, do it. here we go. Um, <laughs> I can't the next do it. one. This is a tough one. Um, we have Portal um, and Outlast Whistleblower. So we have Portal, oh, no. um, which was um, was that our fifth, fourth episode? Fifth, yeah, fifth episode, that's right? Our fifth. Yeah, our fifth yeah, episode, the yeah. last in our in our first batch we released, um, and that was my second script, third, because right. So- Second script, yeah, because yeah, I think Last of Us be split in two. Yeah, it was two-part. Yeah. yeah, so that was my second script. I think I had, I had learned from my first script, and I kind of really tried to tone down Portal, and Portal it wasn't a long game, but the discussion around it and that game I just love so much that it, it made it a really fun time. Um, Outlast Whistleblowers, even though it was just like a couple months after we did Portal, it, the quality was so much better in how we recorded that episode, in how we mm-hmm. you know did the voices of that episode. Um, they're just in two very. It, they're not very far apart in our in our timeline when we release them, but they feel like just two totally different podcasts. Um, yeah, putting those yeah. episodes out, which is just so wild and interesting. It's crazy um, to think yeah. about that. Um, but I, these are both I really really love. Um, this this is tough. What are your What are your thoughts? Yeah, I just this is such a hard one. I, and again, this is your second script, right? And and Portal's a hard one to to write for. That was a hard. I imagine exactly because I didn't yeah. write it, but I mean, I can't imagine that's a hard one to write for, especially if it's our second script. Now, if you were to tackle it, like, yeah, he got, he has this. It's a hard one, but he's, you know, you got this. He has enough experience. As a second script, that was a hard one to do, but we we did such a good job. I remember recording that last episode together and thinking, oh my god, we did our first five episodes of this, <laughs> and like, it was it was monumental. Like mm-hmm. releasing those five episodes felt amazing. It yeah. felt absolutely amazing. Um, and then you know you have Atlas Whistleblower, which again, like you said, it only like I think we released October thirtieth, October, 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 November, October, no, August, September, October. August, so yeah, just a, two months, 
Yeah. Roughly. Apart. Yeah. I, 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 had to, I had to edit that all out. But yeah, it's two months apart. <laughs> I couldn't think of my months off the top of my head. Okay. Um, a lot of pressure. Uh, two months apart, that amount of time, you would think nothing would really change that much. But wow, did we really go above and beyond what we had been doing when we first started. And like I think that you see how much we had gained an experience and how that translated over to our recording and our editing. It was just so cool. Such a cool experience. Yeah. Um, I, I have one. This is hard. This man. is hard. This is, this this is hard. Really and hard. one of the things we didn't even talk about is that in portal was like our first like inside joke, right? Where we started like with the story oh guards, the, the gave new yes. voice acting thing. That was the first oh time God. we started that bit that kind of lasted for a handful of episodes. And we still reference, um, and that kind of started where we would like make jokes about being voice actors. That that was the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just really wacky and fun. But again, I they're just total. They're just in two totally different places. In one episode, I would be more proud to put out now than the other. I think. <laughs> but I love but them Ryan, both. I love them both. Ryan, you're telling me that was a joke. I thought it gave I no, thought it no, no, no. That Portal Three. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna hire us right we're gonna be in portal three yeah right? of course yeah. we are yeah, yeah. of course oh, he's, God, okay. he, he just called me and talked to me and said they're just productions <laughs> behind he's gonna reach out to us soon <laughs> i am telling you we still have a minute and 37 seconds i'm gonna go all on this i am telling you right now regardless of whatever game you pick right now i i'm gonna throw this out here ryan and i would be absolutely fantastic as a portal gun for shell in portal 3 where both portals have voices the guns are had two different voices ryan and i would be the voices of the portals we would criticize the replacement of things criticize each other it'd be fantastic it would be such a great game fun narrative we don't need robots telling us what to do glass and take a back seat because we would do fantastic gabe you can do this. We, you run Steam like you run Valve. You got this. Like just put us in. Just put tag us yeah, in. Yeah. We can do this. We can handle this. We, we've done twenty three episodes. We can do this. We got this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in that respect, I do have one in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Are you ready then? I am ready. All right. Three, three two, two, one. one Outlast. Outlast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Portal was a really great script. It was a really great episode to do. But again, I think our quality, the jump in quality from Portal to Outlast was huge. And if if you were to ask me to give you two episodes that you could judge it on, I would I would give you Outlast because we hit our we were we were finishing up our spooky episodes and it we felt really good. The voices felt really good and it was just it was just a really good time. But Portal Portal I loved and I'm excited to go back and maybe give another go sometime, but I think I think Outlast is the better episode. I agree. I agree. I think I think I look forward to the idea, and we have ideas about going back to old stories. I think mm-hmm. um, when the time is right, and we have you know more time to put towards these stories and more resources, maybe in the future, depending on where tales goes and and, and what we do with it. But um, I really look forward to covering those first five episodes again one day. I really look forward to doing that. Bioshock and Borderlands and, and Last of Us, you know. We split Last of Us in two. So really those first four games. Mm-hmm. Um, I look forward to covering those again. I think if we had that same quality that we do right now, back then, those would have been yeah. even better. Uh, you know, And back then they were fantastic for us. That They yeah. were like, this is insane that we did this. Right. So I look forward to that day. Yeah. I really do. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, our next oh, episode, man. our next, our next matchup. I don't want this one. This one's <laughs> this way one's too really hard. This one's really tough. This one's tough. So we have Baldur's Gate, 
um, which was with our second second guest, right? Third guest. Third guest. Third guest. Third, third guest. guest. We have Baldur's Gate with our third guest, um, our friend Jesse. And then we have Firewatch, which this is a really tough matchup. Baldur's Gate, Jesse wrote an incredible skip script. Oh, my God. He, he did an incredible job doing the voice acting for, and it was just a really fun time um just to put that together that being said it was a monster of an episode it oh, was yeah. long took a long time to edit it turned out really well and i'm really proud of it how, how it ended mm-hmm. um i think that ending sequence when you have the spooky music and him narrating what was happening i that was like <laughs> i got chills when i was putting that together i loved that so much um mm-hmm. and like we've talked about firewatch firewatch is just this really beautiful game that in what a juxtaposition Baldur's Gate this big fantasy epic game about you saving the world from the god of murder and Firewatch this really (laughs) interpersonal story about two people who are trying to work through things that they do not have the tools to work through and leaning on each other to try to work through that and and escaping the world and using escapism to to try and forget their problems what 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 two totally different experiences but really tough because these are both these are both really fun episodes and really great times yeah, such different episodes, but man, they both shine for such different reasons. And I will say this too, I'm glad I can say this on the podcast, it just was so interesting. The, the, the behind the scenes of Baldur's Gate for me were so impactful because, so Jesse came on the show and just did amazing. Like just did amazing. Yeah, to the point where actually made me, he, he really did. Like it was, it was literally crazy and I, it made me feel not self-conscious but it made me stop and think like oh my god like this jesse is fantastic with his voice his his script was was just flawless in my eyes and i just like it it motivated me to want to be better and actually our episode that we had recorded technically after this one was was, it was actually odd world abe's odyssey and listening to jesse and his story and just how great it was it inspired me to then rewrite odd world the way i done into the way it turned out that whole different take we did on it with a narrator, a narrator and Abe and the way they talk to one another in a sense. And it, working with Jesse and doing Baldur's Gate inspired me to be better, which is why that is, I mean, not only is that episode fantastic, but it just, that's so much, it was so impactful. For, it was so impactful to me because it helped me to grow as a, as a storyteller, which is something I'll always cherish. And I have heard the rumblings of a second coming of, of Jesse soon. <laughs> yes. Um, I and wait. I am so excited. I cannot wait to feel self-conscious again and inspired <laughs> to be better. I can't wait. Yeah. So, um, but then, like you said, Ryan, Firewatch is a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story about real, it's a real scenarios and people that struggle to get through their problems and the idea of pushing those problems away only makes it worse. And, you know, and, and the, the, the beautiful life lesson of just tackling your problems and not running away because they always, always, always catch up to you. Yeah. So, in my mind, as as much as I hate saying it, I have a winner, I think. Yeah, I, um, I do too. I, I do too, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready? Right, ready? Yep. Three, Three two, two, one. Baldur's Gate. Gate. Yeah, it, yeah, it was just such a fun episode. And like you said, Jesse's script writing and voice work was just so inspiring to then make us want to do everything better from there on out and yeah. try, oh, to, yeah. try to push yeah. as much as we can. Like adding the sound effects and adding things, it all is the goal to make it this this as best as it can with the time that we have. And 
that episode really helped us to kind of kind of light a fire under us and really want to want to put out some really good stuff. And I think our stuff has improved since then. And I'm and I and oh, I, yeah. I, I think it's just going to keep doing that. And I can't wait for Jesse's return because just I loved his script and his voices so much, and I can't wait to have them be a, be a part of our podcast again. <laughs> oh no, Jesse's fantastic. All our guests are great. Don't get me wrong. Yes, all of our um, guests have been really wonderful. Yes, of course. But yeah, but having Jesse on was fantastic because he just really went above and beyond for us which is great like he wrote a fantastic script like he, his voices were flawless like it's just yeah. it, I, I think you're right it really lit a fire under us and showed us that we could be even be better than we thought we already could yeah. that we already were so yeah yeah very cool this next one like, <laughs> oh, I, I keep no. saying it these, uh, this is just getting harder and harder yeah. the one after this is a little bit easier I think yes. but this one is it's like really in, tough. it's really 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 hard yeah, yeah. Um, so our next uh, matchup is Uncharted which was our um, second guest episode versus mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed which was our first episode both of these were wonderful um, the guests were instrumental in both of these. Um, Adam did an incredible job with the Sully voice and really just selling yes. and being a part of that conversation and bringing just a really cool perspective to that story um, with his history side of things. And just he was just really wonderful and fantastic to have. And just the story of Uncharted is so special. Um, after this episode, me and my partner went back and replayed this whole series and just I fell in love with it again. And it, it, mm-hmm. having this be where we started was, was really great. Um, Assassin's Creed was a really great episode as well. Um, Dave did an incredible job adding his perspective and thoughts to everything that was going on um, and really kind of helping us dive deep into that story in a really meaningful way. Um, that This makes it really tough. Both of these episodes turned out really great. Um, both of these are series that I love, um, and this is a tough one. Eric, you wrote these scripts. What are your, what are your thoughts here? Oh, it's so hard. Like you said, Dave was our very first guest on Assassin's Creed. Did amazing. Really went above and beyond because he didn't like necessarily want to do a, a voice, but he did Desmond, and he did a fantastic job. It just turned out so good. It turned out so good. My only, my I only, if I'm being perfectly honest with, with you and the story goes, is that the only thing that ever made me upset was that I messed up that voice. Because that was just, it was just such a stressful time to record with a, a guest for the first time. Mm-hmm. It was just yeah. want to make sure it's perfect, and I just even it's just something I overlooked completely. With Uncharted, that was our second guest on the show which is a little less stressful um and again i knew adam wasn't like a huge voice actor like he didn't want to do a lot of voices but the fact that he stepped up and did sully and did a fantastic job of sully um was awesome i know that was probably not the easiest thing to do and uncharted is a long is a hard it's so funny that we chose the games that were chosen as our guest episodes were huge scripts (laughs) huge scripts they're hard it was really hard writing these ones um but again i think that it paid off because they were so good. Um, so, I don't know. This is so hard. Is both both were great. I love our I love our guest episodes so much. Yeah. Um, I think one stands out to me more than the other. I guess. Okay. I had to pick one, so I feel confident with what I want to pick. I so, think okay, so too. I, I, I don't know. I, I I think this is a toss up, but I think I have one. Yeah. I think so. I I think we'll see. I'm not. I'm not 100. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Are you ready? Me too. Ready. Yep. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just think Uncharted was such a good. I I think honestly it's just more of a preference for the like they feel the exact same for me. Both of these episodes do. Um, I just think I had more. I think when it comes down to it, I had more fun, quote unquote, with Uncharted than Assassin's Creed, just because of the context of the games and how and it was just more fun uh, with the joking. 
part of it. Assassin's Creed didn't really have any jokes. It was more analytical, which is fine. It's good. I like the analytical parts, but I like having the fun parts too. So I think Uncharted stands out for me in that regard. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. I think I have similar similar reasoning. I think Uncharted. It, it, what I what I'm what I'm what I'm kind of reflecting on now is like maybe our more lighthearted kind of fun episodes for us are more fun for us to create record and then have guests on for because it allows us to kind of relax a little bit and like you said the first guest episode it was really tense and really really scary to take on this huge script with this guest and then edit three parts that it was just a big undertaking and then by our second one uncharted both it's a more lighthearted game and a lighthearted experience but we had a little bit more under our belt it was we were able to put it together and kind of arrive at a, a pretty great place so i, I think yeah. i think for that reason is is why um i have it there i'm really interested to see with assassin's creed 2 which is a more light-hearted than the first assassin's creed how that's going to turn out there are some silly jokes in there there is more of a character in that so it'll be really interesting to see where that lands but i think that's why yeah. uncharted does it for me just as a story i think it was more meaningful um not necessarily our episode but the, the story itself of uncharted i think is better than the first assassin's creed yeah i agree i agree yeah okay um this one i think is like a nice like a both of these are incredible episodes both of these are really wonderful but i think they're all great all great all of these are good (laughs) i think this next one is a little bit less stressful in deciding because i think at least for me um both of these are wonderful but one of these i think was is is more kind of core to who we are as a podcast than the other one although both of Mm -hmm. these are asking really great discussions and, and led to some really great things so this next matchup is the last of us which was our um third and fourth episode which is our first two-parter uh versus infamous um which was again when we did later but both of these are really interesting because they're a lot about perspective but i think um with the last of us it is just such a nuanced game that was so fun to talk about and so fun to dissect and it's a game where no matter how long you go without playing it if you replay it it's still really meaningful and asks these really interesting questions and it's a game story that i will probably always come back to because of Mm -hmm. how meaningful it was and just to have a space to talk about that just made it even even better um infamous we spent a lot of time talking about infamous it's a really great game i love the dichotomy of good and evil and how your good decisions don't necessarily make your life easier because they don't but The Last of Us is just such a grounded and real game that is asking such difficult, difficult questions. What are your, what are you thinking? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, this one, this one definitely is probably easier in my mind. But also, again, both great stories for very different reasons. Infamous is great because like it's a normal person thrown in a crazy world, you know, given superpowers. What are you gonna do? And I think Infamous was more relatable for me because I, I, I was basically playing as myself through this through the character of Cole McGrath. Um, which is fun. It's just fun, but also as as um, much as I can explore my own personal uh, answers to the questions in Infamous, it was very still kind of holding me back in that regard. I couldn't be truly who I wanted to be in that game in the choices I make. But in The Last of Us, it was just so gripping, and it was monumental for us to kind of tackle in one of our first five episodes, you know, so much so that it had to be split into two episodes. And an actually funny little fact about The Last of Us for us here at Tales is that we released part one one week, oh, actually, I'm sorry, we released part one and two together um, when we first released all five episodes of, of the very first five episodes. Um, and The Last of Us one, part two, right, the second half of the first game, had more views for yeah. a long time mm-hmm. than the first. Yeah, and the first does. part it made no sense. It was so weird. Um, actually, are you looking up right now how uh, the yeah? So that six are so it's still in the same. The second half has so when I when I if um, 
on the on this um, in order to create this this bracket I, I put a brought up a list of all our most downloads for all of the two parters I just added the number of the one that had the most downloads otherwise last of us would have like 80 something or 70 something because it has two so right. the the second episode has 43 downloads and the first episode I think is like 25 or 26 or something like that um, yeah. it's a really interesting difference and I, I do not understand why um, but it's really interesting that it got more downloads and more and more listens yeah. which is so crazy it's crazy especially because like the last of us is such a huge monumental game people love it and it's it's not one of our most popular episodes which is very surprising to me yeah i would have totally suspected it would it would be that's why i think why we both love the story of last of us but i thought we also would kind of um peek the heads of people because last of us part two was kind of in the horizon yeah. of coming out you know it'd been announced already um so i thought people might be like gravitating towards that as like a recap of of part one necessarily uh but yeah, I mean, despite all that, though, I think I have a clear winner in my mind. Um, so now that we're talking about this, I'm thinking maybe the reason it did better is because of the SEO on the part two part of The Last of Us Part Two. It just came out, and we released The Last of Us One Part oh, Two. Oh, <laughs> I wonder God. if it just got more downloads because people thought that's what they were listening into. I but... can't. Uh, <laughs> probably so disappointing for people. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> just, just thinking about it, that, that that is why we released that during that time is because we wanted to kind of give people that primer. Maybe that is why part two got more is because part two was actively out that time um but i think we like, labeled it effectively i just want to say for the record we really put a lot of time into yes, thinking about how to label that so that's on you part people who don't listen to us anymore that's on yeah. you mm-hmm. i don't feel bad about that or or like google or whoever's putting these in front of people without understanding but it's fine we're, we're just <laughs> thanks for tuning in i hope we stuck with us <laughs> but yeah, i seriously. think uh, yeah i think i was a clear one for me too okay all right, all right. ready you ready yep three three two, two one the last, the last of us. Yeah, it's just it's a yeah clear winner. Oh, timer just went off too. Oh my god, right at the buzzer. All right, now we're in the 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 final eight, the grade eight. Is there a name? One thing to be aware of is I don't I know nothing about sports. Um, so I made this bracket <laughs> not ever watching a sports bracket. So hopefully, <laughs> I could just make up the the incredible eight. Whatever whatever we make up is what it's going to be because I don't know anything about sports. But we are at the the final um, matchups in order to create the final four in order to create the semi. The semifinals? No, this is the final from the uh, four games. Is that how this works? Final, I don't know. Yeah, so this is semi. You're right. This, so this is semifinals, semi, right? Right, and then, and then oh no, the, no, this is the oh, semi quarterfinals. This is quarterfinals. Quarterfinals, and then semi. Okay, <laughs> we don't watch enough sports. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, either way, um, this yeah. is a tough one. Um, we have mm-hmm. Bioshock, our very first episode, which again is so meaningful, and then the Secret of Monkey Island. Um, this is a tough one <laughs> for so many reasons. Um, what and what a great matchup! I this was not planned at all, but like. The, the first version of our podcast at Bioshock, with no sound effects and just one of us reading, versus we have Monkey Island, where we've added sound effects, we're sharing voices, we have this back and forth, this interesting dichotomy of two different oh. snapshots of our podcast in this matchup here, which is just so interesting and wild. This is a really it's tough crazy. one. Um, Bioshock is meaningful because it's our first episode, and it's such an incredible, meaningful story. The Secret of Monkey right. Island, I think, is, is when... The, the the script of Monkey Island is, I think, when we're at our best, where it's this kind of this lighthearted, fun story that we get to kind of have interesting discussions about and how this is a reflection of our culture in an, in a meaningful way. That this is this is really tough, Eric. What are your what are your yeah. thoughts here? Oh my God! I, like you said, this is not planned. So I I oh my God, this is so hard. My, my my thoughts are like so. Bioshock again, meaningful game to us. We've always loved Bioshock as far as long as we've known each other. Um, 
It's a game that the twists and turns are fantastic. It tells a very deep story without like going too deep in a sense. The characters are meaningful and impactful. Whereas Monkey Island was just a lot of fun. And again, it was a, an episode where we really went above and beyond what we had normally been doing and added the sound effects and, and brought to that next level. I mean, I'd say comparatively, the story of Bioshock yeah. obviously is is greater than the, the story of The Secret of Monkey Island. But I think what is kind of holding me back is the impact of these stories on Tales. One was our very first episode. One was the episode that propelled us ahead of, and kind of put us on this path of being yeah. better than we already had been. Um, I I think I have really? a winner. I, okay. I don't know. I, yeah, as, as crazy as it is to say that, I thought I would struggle more. But I don't know. Are, are, you, are you struggling with <laughs> Yeah, I am. I mean, I that, think this is really yeah. tough for the same reason you said one is meaningful because it's our first episode and it was kind of this. It kind of set the tone for we're going to tell these stories and we're going to really break them down. And we like dived into like the the ideas behind Bioshock, the, the really philosophies that informed that game that kind of give people an insight into that experience. And then Monkey Island was just, like you said, we added sound effects and we added these voices and it really kind of turned it from just two dudes reading a script to kind of this back and forth radio drama excitement with sounds and music yeah. that just feels really special. But it's it, this is really tough. It's so tough. And, and yeah, I think, I, I just remember Bioshock just being this like, again, it was very nerve wracking because it was our very first time recording mm-hmm. anything. Um, and then comparing to Secret of Monkey Island, we're yeah. laughing and joking around and recording, and it's not a big deal because we've done it so many times at that point. Um, just polar opposites of each other in terms of the the atmosphere and the and the the feelings behind recording those episodes. <sighs> all right, yeah, yeah. All right, we have two minutes, so maybe we should just okay. vote and then okay. talk if we okay. right. don't sure. feel the same. Ready? Okay. Three, three, two, two one. The Secret, Secret of Monkey, Monkey Island. Island. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's so oh. hard. It's so hard. It, it breaks, breaks my heart. heart. Yeah, because yeah. I think, like you said, Bioshock is the better story. There is a better story in Bioshock. It is mm-hmm. more meaningful. It is more interesting. It is just better. But Monkey Island, as an episode that we put out, was just so huge for us and such a leap and so so different and interesting. And like you said, it was just so much more fun because we knew what we were doing. We were really comfortable. We had kind of hit a rhythm at that point. Um, it was kind of after Halloween and we were moving into kind of that November, December where we had a little bit more time with things going on. And it was just it was just a really yeah. wonderful episode. But that, that's really tough. I, I was kind of okay with Bioshock winning this whole thing. Now I just have no idea what's going to happen. But we'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, it's not going to get any easier from oh here, God, though, yeah. Eric, because now we have Banjo-Kazooie and Red Dead Undead Nightmare as our next matchup. Such a weird night. So weird. Such a weird matchup. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just <laughs> as weird as the last one with the Red Dead. With, uh, what was it? Um, uh, oh, Ori. Banjo-Kazooie and Ori. How like crazy. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Red Dead and Borderlands, just you know, crazy matchup. Uh, so now we have Banjo and, and uh, Red Dead, which is again another crazy matchup. But I think what's so interesting about this matchup is that, um, again, Banjo Kazooie is such a crazy experience because we were pulling these crazy themes out of this game that I don't think even had, like it was never the intention of the creators to tell that 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 or make that point. Um, it was just supposed to be this fun game, but we saw so many parallels at the time that it was made in. Then we have, you know, Red Dead, which is just this, it's so well done. I mean, it's such a good time making it. 
and the, and we are you know we, we just did such a great job with our voices and it was during a time where we were branching out and doing our spooky stories and how and again that's one of my favorite times that we've done in tales is the spooky story month in october um but then going back again sorry to band of kazooie like ryan said previously we really branched out and tried something different with page because making a smaller more concise story and it worked better than if you'd drawn it out for another hour talking about things that probably you know would have made you want to not listen to the podcast anymore because it's just kind of boring you know but we made it work and and it became a more concise and enjoyable episode so uh, I yeah don't know. Ryan, this, is, this, is <laughs> this is exhausting this is a tough one, i think um Banjo Kazooie, like I said, feels kind of like the the epitome of what we kind of started out to do. We t- we take take these old game stories and kind of add something new to them and, and show them a new light to share them with others, and then kind of tie it back to um, our culture and why that story had the impact it did, and what, what what was maybe even not even meant to be, but what is it? What is in there? Um, and then Rendette is just this really wonderful wacky script that was just so much fun to record, so much fun to put together, so much fun to write, that it was just really great. And again, this really lighthearted, wild experience. Um, The only thing that's kind of giving me kind of a a pullback from one to the other, maybe maybe I'll wait until after we we do the countdown and then I'll I'll get into it. Okay. All right. Let's just just do it now. Let's do it. I think so. I think so. All right. All right. Ready? I'm conflicted, but I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, two, one. one. Banjo Kazooie. Oh no! Interesting. Okay. Okay, All right. So start for us, please. Yeah. The the thing that's kind of again pulling Banjo head for me is because Banjo feels like just the again. If somebody says, "What's this Tales cartridge thing about?" Here, check out this Banjo Kazooie episode because it is just so perfect for what we were trying to do. And Red Dead, I, I love Red Dread. I love that story, but it, it, it doesn't feel like its own. Like, it only works because we're doing a spooky episode. I don't think if we put out Red Dead on, on its own any other time, it would have made any sense. It would have just been kind of silly and ridiculous. And I loved that script. Yeah. I love telling that story with you. But I, I don't think it's I don't think it I don't think it, it is as, as, as full as, as Banjo. What, what about you? What, what drew you to Red Dead over Banjo? That is a, such a good point, Ryan. Oh my god, it's so funny. Actually, I wrote Banjo and you wrote Red Dead. We're reciting with each other's yeah. <laughs> scripts, which is so funny. Yeah. Um, I think why I got pulled to Red Dead because it's an episode that when someone listens to, it's just funny and enjoyable. It is not yeah. serious. It's not like we didn't talk about anything like too crazy, like societal views on body image. Like, and granted, that's the whole point of the podcast is to talk about perspectives and kind of deep dive into our thoughts and feelings about a game that, you know, and that, and Banjo Kazooie did a great job at kind of bringing that out of us. I think Red Dead was just a lot of fun and really just, it was just an enjoyable episode and our voices really shined. But then again, we did a good job with Grundy too and Banjo, I will say. <laughs> that really was good too. But you know what, Ryan, I gotta be honest with you. So well, I think one of the best things about us, Ryan, is that we are, and hopefully storygoers, you've learned uh, more about this as well through the journey of, of Tales is that um, it's always good to be open with your perspective and to take new information to change your perspective for the better. I think it's always a good thing. If Ryan and I just put, dug our heels into this whole thing and would not refuse refuse to change our perspectives, this would never have worked. But Ryan, yeah. you're so when you when you frame it as this, this is what Tales of the Cartridge is, and and you show this episode to somebody, and that's like reflective of who we are as as in, in this podcast, and um, that just makes Banjo Kazooie so special, and the fact that it brought out this this whole side of this game that we I don't think we ever saw coming, and, and yeah. how spur in the moment that was, and how like impactful it was to talk about, and how funny that story still was. So, 
I'm ready to flip flop over to banjo. Okay, right. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. That was, yeah. a, good, that was a very good point. That was a very yeah. good point. It just right feels so representative of, of who what we were trying to make and and what we were what we're what we're doing here, um, and I yeah. think I, I loved Red Dead. I'm excited to dive into Red Dead more again someday and and give that that the full game a full shot. But I think if you handed somebody Red Dead Under Nightmare and, and maybe this isn't a great comparison to pull, handed somebody <laughs> Under Nightmare and handed somebody Banjo Kazooie, I think they could walk away from having a better understanding of what the podcast is from one than the other, and that that is yeah, kind of what won point. it over for me. But yeah okay. that's a good point that's a very good point okay very good are we, point. You're, you're comfortable with banjo i'm comfortable with it yeah i'm comfortable <laughs> with it i don't know how we're going to decide the next uh, the, that that yeah, matchup that's you know? we'll, we'll cross that but, bridge when we get to it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's and it also it's not getting any easier again oh, um, no. we have outlast whistleblower and versus boulder's gate um, yeah. our, our, oh, my our God. third guest episode with jesse <sighs> and his buckwild script um, beautiful writing, beautiful voice acting. And then we have Outlast, which our last spooky episode, which I think maybe was our best spooky episode. It just captured so much of what we were trying to do. We had those really incredible voices. Um, and it was just, again, it felt like a really big place. When we finished that spooky month, it felt like we had this, like, October, we had those four really episodes. That I was proud of every single one, but we had four of them. And then I think Outlast was a really great capstone. Um, <sighs> yeah. This is tough. What are your What are your thoughts as well? I think again for for me, whistleblower is so great because I I personally was able to to play a character in that game that just is the like I consider the polar opposite of me, uh, just saying things and doing things that I would never do. But just the the intensity of that story and how scary it is it's so easy to kind of put yourself in the sh- in in the main character's shoes. Um, it was just a story that really is surprisingly gripping for this kind of like. Um, it's pretty gnarly at times. It's you know, it's scary and, and disturbing. Outlast Whistleblower was just a fun, scary time, especially like you said, during the period of October, just like uh, Undead Nightmare. And and you're right, Ryan. And in terms of these games, if we release Whistleblower tomorrow, it would just be super weird and random. Like, why are you releasing a horror game in uh, May? That's right, May first. Jeez, you know, in May, and how you know. It would probably do fine, but it's not as impactful as during the time of Halloween. And how yeah. great that was. That, that was a really special month for us for Tales. And I can't wait. Again, I cannot wait for next October. <laughs> yeah. I cannot wait. It's going to be so yeah, much fun. I, can't, so, I just yeah. miss that. I miss that music. I miss the intro music. That was <laughs> such good intro music. Um, Baldur's Gate was, again, our third guest who just came in and knocked it out of the park. Like, really is one of our, our best edited, best voiced uh, episodes that um, was kind of like the, just one of our, I think one of our better ones in terms of the quality. Mm. Um, so, I don't know, what do you think, Ren? Do you have any other, did you already say, you already said. I, I did, I, but it's this, it's a tough one, I think, because both of these are, are really important for really different reasons. Um, and I, I don't know, again, I, I don't know where to, I'm really proud of both of them. They are both really fun to make. Um, they both had a really lasting impact on where we thought of and how we thought of things when we finished that Halloween month and we sent out Outlast. I think we were both really excited for what was coming next. Boulder's yeah. Gate, again, it was just such a huge step up for us as far as quality as the script and the voice acting and the editing. Um, and that just the challenge of it was was really was really great. And, and they're both really unique and interesting. So this, this one is one of our toughest matchups. It's going to get tougher, but this is one of our toughest matchups. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm ready to to vote, and then if we need to talk it through, 
as good communicators and perspective yeah. sharers, I am ready to do that, I think. Okay, sure. Okay. All right. All right. All, All right. right. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Baldur's Gate. Gate. Yeah. 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 It was a game that pushed... I mean, I mean, and tell me what you think too, Ryan, if this did it for you as well, but it's a game... It's the Covering that game, covering Baldur's Gate, pushed me to be better and want to be better for the podcast, which I think yeah. not only was a great episode and Jesse brought it and did a great job, but it motivated me to be better than we already were. Yeah. And I think... The, the story of Baldur's Gate is interesting. The characters of Baldur's Gate are interesting, mm-hmm. but I don't think there was enough life there on its own. I think what Jesse brought to that is what made... Jesse is the only one who could have made... Came and told us Baldur's Gate and had it be such an impactful episode. And I think that why is why it stands out so much. Whereas it, Whistleblowers was an incredible episode, but I, I think... we did, And you did a really incredible job putting that script together and doing those voices, but I think... Outlast Explorers is a really great story. Um, we told a really great job. Baldur's Gate, I don't think could could have held up without without the the, yeah. the, the strong you know metal supports that Jesse put in there with his voice. Um, but yeah, it yeah, it just had it, like it. you said, it had a really big big impact on how we thought about how we wanted this to be. It's this kind of here's this really great episode, great script, great voices. Um, okay, editing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> great editing. Great editing. Um, great editing. Um, that just kind of really shines, and, and kind of we were always working towards kind of having more of that in some meaningful way. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree one hundred percent. Okay, are we ready? We're ready for the next one. <laughs> we have Uncharted mm-hmm. and The Last of Us. Oof. Both Naughty Dog experiences, both very different places in Naughty Dog's lives. Very, um, yeah. They're they're kind of start to telling a narrative game, and then kind of they're kind of when they hit. And again, I I still haven't played Last of Us Part Two. I really need to. But they're oh, kind yeah. of like they're one of their pinnacle points of what they're trying to create in The Last of Us. We mm. had a guest for one of these. We didn't have a guest for the other. One was like really early. One was a little bit later so there was a little bit more to it um as yeah. far as other things going on there this is this is this is a tough one i don't i think i'd be happy either way here with either of right. these i think <sighs> so that stands out to me if you don't mind me sharing right please do please um, do because i'm i'm in a tough spot here when when we made the last of us and we wrote the sketch and we and we recorded it my partner listened to it and she oh yeah was so blown away by the story of it every time she'd go to work she would listen to more of it and just be so pulled into the story and the most ironic and funny part about this is that I tried to get her to play The Last of Us before Tales is ever a thing and it was not that gripping to her it was kind of like you know oh, okay that's interesting but just in this in this podcast just listening to the story and she's not a gamer which is totally cool um, you know no one's perfect but you know, having listened <laughs> she's gonna hear this too listening to the story <laughs> really brought her into it and she loved it like she loves the last the story of the last of us and she's very excited for part two she hasn't played and she hasn't she doesn't know anything about but she's very excited to listen to that story when we eventually cover it um uncharted again was our second uh guest on the show my cousin adam killed it he did fantastic it was a fun episode um he did a great job as sully like fantastic job as sully um but yeah, it's hard. It's, these two yeah. are kind of in my mind for just very different reasons, neck and neck. I, I think like the, 
I yeah, think I have a much more clear after after that after what you've just shared. I think I have a more clear, and I can talk about why after the fact or if I need to defend okay. it. But I, I think I think I feel good about a choice. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. Ready. All right. Three. Ready. Two. two one. one. The Last, the last of, us. of Us. Yeah. 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 I yeah. think both of these are really great stories. Both of these are really great episodes. But I think if you had listen, if you sit down and listen to the Uncharted, you'd have a really great time and you would really enjoy it. Oh, yeah. did an incredible job. But I think The Last of Us, because of how of an impactful story it is, and because of how hopefully the accessibility of being in that audio format without having to fight controls that you haven't spent your entire adult life mastering and learning right. is 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 really impactful uh, and really meaningful. And I think that that let alone allows it to, to shine shine brighter there i think that yeah i totally agree with you and i think that what one of the one of the unintentional beauties of tales in the cartridge is that it is a great podcast for stories that like you just said Ryan, for people who do not play video games that would love to enjoy a video game but without having to play it listening to that story and kind of being captivated by that story told in a very different way than it was intended and i think that's what tales does really well i knock on wood i hope mm-hmm. um yeah and it's just great. Like the moment when my partner texted me and said, "Like, oh my god, so and so died." Like, mm-hmm. you know, like she was blown away that someone died. Like someone that you became very close with in the game, and like just the horror of what happens to these people, and, and just the gravity of the situation and the ending. Um, that was just so cool to share and, and, and experience with her in just a very different way that I was expecting. Very yeah. different way. I'm back, and it's to be cool because like. Now she has this experience. The show will be coming out relatively soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm sure their take will be slightly different. And so it would be kind of fun to compare and contrast because then they were like, oh, remember when this happened? And she'll have that experience as well, just in a very different way, which is, I think is super duper cool. Yeah, that's so, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Eric, we have our final four. Um, the semi finals. Oh, my um, God. Which is, this is tough. These are all, these are all really good scripts these are all really great episodes um i I think i'm more worried about this first matchup than the second but they're both going to be hard Um, oh my god these two games the this the the first of these semifinals are the secret of monkey island and banjo kazooie which these two games i think like the reasons we've talked about feel like they just so perfectly capture what we're trying to do here is take a game that is inaccessible not just because it's a video game but because of how old it is and how kind of because of its age, it doesn't doesn't necessarily age well in playing them, especially if you're not somebody who plays games. And just taking out the most fun and interesting parts of it, shaking it up and putting something that is really wonderful and fun and exciting. And I think both of these do that. Both of these are really wonderful in doing that. I do not know what, what to no. pick here. These are both tough. Banjo-Kazooie and Secret Monkey Island are both episodes I'm really proud of. Both episodes, I think, yep. are really perfect for what we're trying to accomplish here at Tales. I don't, I don't, I don't, do you have any, do you have any thoughts or feelings to help throw any sway here? I think, man, this is so hard. I think, Ryan, you've done a fantastic job at making me appreciate how impactful Banjo-Kazooie was. I don't think I, I saw it the same way you did. Yeah. And I'm glad you shared that perspective because I didn't, I don't think I realized how impactful Banjo-Kazooie was on us and the story that we told there and how that take that we had on it was so different than we intended, I think, originally. Um, but it turned out so much better than we realized. That was, a, that was kind of like a really good stepping stone for us in our journey to where we are now at Tales. And then Secret of Monkey Island, again, was is a lot like that as well in terms of showing our growth and showing the new ideas that we wanted to bring to the podcast in terms of the, the sound effects and the story and the voices. Like, and it really showed 
how far we've come compare that to again Bioshock is just like night and day it's very mm-hmm. very different you know I think I think one shows how far we've come and one is almost like the soul of the idea of the show like you were saying so yeah. to me that's kind of where I'm at right yeah. now yeah 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 this is tough this is a tough one for that reason I think I'd be happy with either of these yeah yeah I, we, so we're at three minutes right now on our timer. Okay. We can we can try to vote and then, you know, just throw one out there. If we have <laughs> to talk about it, we can't. We can even vote the same one and still talk about it and maybe yeah. flip-flop. Why don't we do this? We'll vote. And whatever we decide, we can either, we can say a eulogy talking about how great the other one is because then we're going to have a <laughs> tougher decision to make after that. Uh, but okay. I, I think, I think, I yeah, man, I just, I wish there was, I wish... Um, one of the things I love about Monkey Island was the sound effects and the editing and all of the voices we did that and, and that was such a great piece. But the writing and the way we've changed that took the creative freedom from Banjo Kazooie is what makes that special. I wish there was a way and we can, right? This is this is we have the power to do this. Put those two things together is is I think what is what is what ideally what Tales is, is we take video games older video games newer video games and we we find a way to make them interesting and 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 fun for the audio medium and then add things to it to make it even more immersive uh and both of these help us get there i i i I think i could choose but i don't i don't know yeah it's uh, i I think i I I was stuck on one i think think so i was stuck on one and i I, I don't know Uh, okay okay uh oh no okay okay all right all right let's do it okay ready three three Two, Two, one, Banjo Kazooie. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think for the same reasons I, I keep talking about. I think if we showed somebody Monkey Island, they'd be like, "Man, these sound effects are really cool. Man, everything that's going on is very cool." But I don't think it's as gripping and as as interesting as what we did with Banjo Kazooie. And I think it's why it is one of our most downloaded episodes, even though I think it both caught us off guard, is because it is just so perfectly captures what we we're trying to do in taking this these 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 stories like Banjo Kazooie that does not make any sense if you're not a gamer experiencing it. There's some really great stuff there, but just getting to relive it and getting to add our little twist on it and, and is what just makes it so special. I think. Yeah, I thousand percent agree with you. Everything you just said is exactly how I was feeling about this. And I think Monkey Island was cool. It shows our growth, which is a very important thing to be mindful of and appreciate. But I think Banjo Kazooie was literally a moment in Tales where we had an epiphany in the middle of recording an episode, something we did not intend to talk about. And yeah. um, it just showed how we did our storytelling how we talked about our perspectives, how we drew from the story about the parallels we were seeing in, in between that and our everyday life. And, and it was just kind of had a little bit of everything. So it's, yeah, yeah, I think that, I think that wins it for me too. Ugh. Okay. Rip, All right. Rip. We got our next, our next, our next matchup. Oh, Are we ready? Geez. We have Baldur's Gate. Oh, God. Um, and we have The Last of Us. I can't do this. This is really tough. I think for me... This is is it this is really tough. I yeah. think if I have to I think I'm proud of all these. They were really fun to make all of them. Um as far as impact, they both uh, have a really different impact. Like we've talked about Boulder Skate really allowed us to kind of have something to strive for and work towards and to be better because of how incredible Jesse did. The Last of Us so perfectly encapsulates why games as stories are important, why they're meaningful, yeah. why they can have such a emotional impact in such a way that this game is pretty perfect for what we're trying to do here. It allows us to really kind of 
break down a story in such a meaningful way that is different from Banjo Kazooie, but equally as beautiful and equally as wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. I think Baldur's Gate was so detailed and so good, and the performances are great, and the editing is fantastic. Like, it has so much going for it. And I think The Last of Us is great because not only is the story great, and it was one of our very first episodes that we took on, but that also it showed that there is another way for people to enjoy video games without having to play video games, which I think is super yeah. cool. Like, I just, yeah, it, it, it's just so interesting how, like, you know, it's, it's funny because, like, I was thinking about it in terms of, like, you know, when I'm sure there's many people who are not thrilled with the idea of The Last of Us TV show. You know, they weren't thrilled with The Last of Us movie. Now there's The Last of Us TV show. I'm sure there's many people who are not thrilled with the idea of that. But I think when you compare that to a podcast, like Tales, that just tells the story and talks about it, that's so much more acceptable and respectable towards the story than, like, The Last of Us TV show compared to the game. You know, two very different things. But I think that the point is that, like, I'm trying to make is that our episodes work for people who don't want to play games but want to enjoy the story you know with people who yeah. may also like the story as well so i think that's what the beauty in the last of us kind of shows us in our in our journey of tales so both are again very important i yeah, think i've made it this far both great i have i think i think i have a clear one yeah um, me too but me too all right are you ready i'm ready three, three two two one the last, the last of, of us, us. Yeah. 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 Um, Baldur's Gate was an incredible story. Jesse did an amazing job with every mm-hmm. single facet of it. I think, again, if we go back to, and, and again, maybe this isn't a great um, judge, but if we go back to, if we were to show somebody Baldur's Gate and show somebody The Last of Us, I think The Last of Us is more accessible because it is, it, the Baldur's Gate, the story wasn't what propped it up and made it special. It was jesse's voice acting and writing that is is yeah, what kind of yeah. got it to where it was whereas the last of us is just so perfectly again in a, for completely different reasons than banjo kazooie which is wild kind of captures what we were trying to do right take take video games and ha- make them more accessible and have a conversation about them in the same way you'd have a conversation about a really important book a really important movie a really important piece of our culture and i think the last of us allows us to do that because it is so well done um, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's where I, that's why I ultimately made that decision is because I, I love Baldur's Gate. I don't feel it's as accessible as The Last of Us. I don't think it's as it is as far as like if if the purpose of this podcast is to tell video game stories in a new interesting way, Baldur's Gate does that in that Jesse took his D and D character and had him you know t- retell the story of Baldur's Gate. Yeah. I me as as his DM who DM'd that character that's really impactful and special to me. I don't know if it's as special and impactful to all of our all of our, our, our um, storygoers. That being said, I cannot wait for Siege yeah. Dragon Sphere. Um, but uh, <laughs> just just I think that's for me why I made that decision. I yeah I agree. I think I like you just said not to be a dead horse, but just just did fantastic. But The Last of Us really shows the power of 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 these episodes of this podcast and what it can do for people who may not enjoy video games per se yeah. so very cool yeah. wow we are down to <laughs> all right final. here we are did not expect this matchup at all <laughs> did you no did I... you were you ready to make an argument between banjo kazooie <laughs> and the last of us today when we started this what a wild place to be at i mean looking back at this bracket it's been like this has been not just really fun to do but also like 
What a great way to reflect on all of the episodes we've made so far yes. and think of them in different interesting ways. This has been just really both fun just to do, but also like like really impactful to think about these things and what has worked for us and what we've really enjoyed and what has been successful. This is a really tough matchup because, again, for two different reasons, both of these episodes, both the Banjo-Kazooie and The Last of Us, are, are kind of what we set out to do, what we were set out to make with this podcast, both make video game stories accessible and both allow them to kind of have a conversation and be a part of that conversation with us to kind of share their perspectives and and talk through us and be on this journey with us as we explore these games i i don't know this this is really tough i, I think for banjo kazooie like i said it, it it's it's a cartridge game that uh, if you wanted to play it now i'd have a really hard time doing so so now we have this perfect way for you to experience kind of the core of what that is that if there was a banjo kazooie 3 banjo kazooie 2 um, that came out, you could use this episode to help get you where you needed to be and have a really fun time and like talk about our culture and what this how this game reflected our culture at the time. Yeah, and then you have The Last of Us, which is is a game that really asks us to ask you to think about your perspective and where you are in this world and what your perspective is and how that has such a weird and wild impact on we as humans and how we interact with each other in just a really interesting way. That I, I it's tough, Eric. What are your thoughts here? Oh my god, yeah. Just I I do not think this is gonna be our matchup. This is like blowing it's just blowing my mind. Like <laughs> the fight between Banjo kazooie and The Last of Us. Like for some people it's probably very obvious for some other people's like like us, it's probably very hard. It's very hard. Two very yeah. different games um telling two very different stories. <laughs> and it's just mm-hmm. like you, like we said before already, like Banjo kazooie was just a, a story in which I honestly looking back at Banjo kazooie I didn't know if it was gonna be good. I cut so much of it out. Uh, I was so nervous about recording the episode and it being boring. And then it turns out that we had this kind of, again, this epiphany about like our societal culture in the 90s and what that looked like and what it meant to be beautiful. And the driving force of that narrative for the villain of the story and how and, and why they're choosing to do these bad things. And just the, the culture around what this bad guy, who this bad guy was, and those closest to them, Grundy and, and like her sister, her sister is just bad mouthing her at any point that she can, rather than trying to come to understand her. And we just so many crazy like conversations that I just was not prepared to have. But I'm so glad we did. It was just it was so cool to have that conversation. And then with The Last of Us, like we had those. I think what The Last of Us is so cool is that when we redid those scenes with Joel and Ellie and those impactful moments, those crazy. You know, like the arguing and the, and the yelling, and then and then the seeing Joel's growth as a person who won no real human interaction to a person who cared deeply about somebody. Uh, I, it was just so. It's just so cool to experience in that way. And I remember talking about how. Oh, so I remember talking about, and then again, this is a great, um, a great thing that happened in the middle of the episode that I did not foresee happening that I kind of had that, that moment where I realized that Joel throughout the whole game of The Last of Us is picking up these comic books for Ellie right he's collecting it's a collectible in the game and he's always giving them to Ellie and, Ellie, and there's a part in that where he goes I don't I don't read these things I get them for Ellie right and he gives them to Ellie because he knows he enjoys them and we had a conversation about how impactful it is for a parent even if they don't like the things that their kids like to be present and to be like encouraging towards the things that they like and be like, wow, that's really cool. Even if you don't like it, that's like a good thing for someone to do. Cause then you see, uh, I wish I remember their name, Sam and his brother in the game. I forget the brother's name, Henry, Sam and Henry, I think. Henry. Is what, yeah. Yeah. And how, 
Henry was the older one, I believe. Henry, one of them, the oldest brother, refused to let the younger brother have a toy. Only the important things, he like said. Like, you, you do not get to take toys with you. And you kind of see what happens on their journey compared to Joel and Ellie, where Joel is kind of like encouraging what Ellie likes and being a kind of fatherly role towards him and kind of that that deep bond they share and just having that crazy parallel between like this is effective parenting right now and i don't think joel even you know meant to do it i don't think that i don't know if, if night dog meant to have that be a thing where he's collecting comic books and showing how to be a proper parent towards ellie i don't even know if they meant to do that but it's just so cool we kind of caught that and talking about how just how crazy that is like how how being an effective parent looks like this and, and then comparing it into a, a pandemic world and and it's just Again, super cool moment for Tails, I think. I went on Ramble there, but it's just, yeah. it's, just it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, and actually, I will say this too. I know we have, we have a minute left, apparently. I will say this too. Last of Us was our, was one of our, was our first two-parter episode. And we haven't done a whole lot of two-parter episodes since because they never do as well as I think as we anticipate yeah. them doing. So we try to keep them to one episode. Um, but I remember being so excited to cover The Last of Us twice. Um, it was just such a cool yeah. experience. It was, Have that discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then, you know, Banjo-Kazooie, it's funny how Banjo-Kazooie was this game that I did not foresee being that great of to cover, and it turned to be fantastic and a lot of fun. <sighs> My timer says 37 seconds, but I don't, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's really tough, and I think it, both of these are so meaningful and impactful. For different reasons we have with the last of us your your partner kind of experiencing video games through these and and having this really meaningful connection to the story and you have banjo kazooie which um we have a couple friends who have mentioned that that is they, they haven't listened to all our episodes which is okay we don't like force our friends oh, to yeah, listen to our, our podcast but they have mentioned banjo kazooie as like oh i really love that game i was so excited to hear that episode because i miss banjo kazooie they were to relive that experience through that and those are two just totally different reasons to listen both one to just engage with a story that is so good um but felt inaccessible to you because of the medium and then to relive this experience that you love so much and i think both of those are great and both of those are important i think one of those one of those is is i think more i I don't want to i don't want to like say one is better than the other but i think one of those is maybe more meaningful or one of those is is more impactful in allowing to have more perspectives on conversations i think all right, I agree. I agree. I, I think I'm ready. Okay. I think I'm ready. Okay, I think I'm ready too. Okay, you're right, ready? I'm ready. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. The Last, the last of, of Us. us. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did not expect us to pick that game uh, at all. I did not see The Last of Us being the game that we even pick overall. But the more we talked about it, and the more of an impact I saw from not only your perspective, in my, but it, like, it helped me kind of see my own perspective better. Um, just the yeah. impact of The Last of Us and and the impact it has in terms of storytelling for people who may not enjoy mm-hmm. video games, as well as the just the the crazy things we pulled out from analyzing the story and seeing yeah. that growth and and being able to portray that that, that story between Joel and Ellie. So it was just such a great great time. I I wanted, I would love to revisit that story one day and redo The Last of Us again. It would be so good. Yeah, I, I would too. And I think both of these were really great choices and I think both of these are really great episodes. I think Banjo-Kazooie was doing something that we've been, we were making tales to do and so was The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Both of those are kind of 
examples of what we're trying to create with this podcast, but both totally different experiences and totally, totally different ways. But I think I would rather, and, and kind of you sharing that, that um, you reminding me of what happened, I would rather people who don't play video games to tune in and get something from this and want to engage in this medium and care about this medium, or at least the stories and characters in the way that we do, is more impactful than kind of having people go back to this adventure that they really loved. And I think the creative freedom that you're able to take is what made Banjo-Kazooie as special as it was mm-hmm. and able to make it be meaningful. But I, I think if we want, if our goal is to have more thoughts and feelings and perspectives, I think Banjo-Kazooie lends some of to that. But I think The Last of Us really is a, is a story and really an episode that allows us to kind of really have those perspectives and have those conversations in a, in a really meaningful way. I can't say any better than that. That's fantastic. That's a great way to wrap it. I mean, that's great. Yeah. 100% yeah. agree with you. Cheap way to say it, but I don't want to beat a dead horse. <laughs> okay. We did it. We, we did we, it. We spent a whole bunch of time. Hopefully this was fun for folks to listen to. It was really fun to do. and like, Oh, yeah. Uh, it was really interesting to look back at all our episodes and, and kind of talk about them and relive them in a, in a little bit of a way. What are your, how, did, how, how was that for you, Eric? Did you, did you enjoy that? I yeah, it was way more stressful than I was anticipating, but and it was great to kind of give a little bit of the behind the scenes in some episodes for storygoers yeah. to kind of see um, and and understand how we're feeling when we're making those things, uh, as well as kind of where we value in our stories and we hope that they value too. Um, I think is is super cool, and I I really hope we do hear from people about their favorite stories that we've covered so far. I would love to get those perspectives. So yeah, um, but yes, yeah, so The Last of Us is our as of. You know, May first, twenty twenty one, our top game that we've covered. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not to say that the others are fan- the others are fantastic stories. They're all good. You should yeah, listen to great. every single one. Maybe maybe <laughs> twice, maybe three times each. You know, they're so good. Share them with your friends. <laughs> Rate us on Apple Podcasts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just share your perspectives. We would always we always love that. Speaking of which, yeah. segue. You can send us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives to tales from the cartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. Also, comment, DM us on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know what your favorite game that we've covered here on Tales is so far. And maybe throw us a suggestion of what game you would like us to cover. You know, we'll see. We have some good ideas coming to you soon. I'll see that coming down the pipeline, but I don't know if that actually is the, the saying. So <laughs> I was kind of rambling there. But some really good ideas coming up. We have planned our month out, so. We will kind of share that as we go along, because uh, now I'm mm-hmm. thinking I'm I'm almost having an idea of uh, what to change this month. <laughs> I was kind of thinking <laughs> during this episode, okay. so we'll see. Um, but as always, we hope you're doing well. We hope everyone's safe and healthy, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.